Did we ever establish Stephen Simcox? What Curtis? What Curtis wants for his uh, walk-up music? We need to. We need to really. Yeah, we should ask him. We should ask Quillen and get something he really. I'm trying to think. Man from South Texas, from. Uh, I mean, let's welcome him in. Let's let's not just talk about him since he's with us. I mean, I'd never want to talk behind. No, his I back. just I thought we'd just do twenty minutes where we talked about Curtis without ever. Let, let him just to stay him. there while we talk about him. It is the man who loves some good Columbia outerwear. Curtis Quillen returns to the Matt Mosley Show with Stephen Simcox. Curtis, how are you this afternoon? Are you um, are you all fired up? Have you recovered from last night's? Uh, Affair. I've that recovered, was, uh, but I gotta say, man, woo. TNT kind of got my juices going. Like, if you guys want to bring me on to that every week, feel free. I'm all in. Oh, is that right? So you were okay with that? All right, Stephen, keep I that was in mind. All in on that. I just thought, I don't know. It just seemed you struck me as kind of, although you're a tad bit younger than I am, you're about, you're kind of in Stephen's age range. I thought you might have some George Strait um, leanings, and I thought you might, but I, I was. I didn't know if you were a bro country guy or not, uh, but I, I was hoping you had a little classic rock uh, in your uh, in your repertoire. So we'll, uh, you know, whatever you want. In fact, we have a singer songwriter who writes stuff for for our show. Our uh, our uh, when we come on every day, Ronnie Foss, a famous singer song uh, songwriter uh, that went to Baylor. That's his. So I mean, Curtis, if you if you need something special, we'll have it written for you. Wow, I feel special now. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, so last night you're out there in your uh, shoemaker, and I believe uh, that thing you kind of got involved in a in a shootout kind of deal going on. And um, man, there's so much going on, and it's always. I was at a game last night too, up in the Metroplex. I went to see the Lake Highlands Wildcats, Curtis, take down Mus- Mesquite Petite. The evil mesquite petite kids from the, I mean, they, this is, I used to have to take on the pirates when I was in Kaufman. They're not evil. They're actually good kids. But tell me about that ball game last night. Uh, is, is Shoemaker, I mean, they, I, I'm hearing they're kind of airing it out a little bit. What, how did they, uh, how did that thing get out of hand? That was one of those instances where Shoemaker was by far the fastest team on the field. I mean, there was no question by the by halftime everybody in the stadium knew Shoemaker was the faster team. When you're saying that in a game that involves San Angelo Central, that turns heads. And then on top of that, Ty Bell had one of the best games I have seen him have for Shoemaker, the Shoemaker quarterback. This guy, I mean, he orchestrated that offense so well for most of the night. Don't get me wrong. There were spots that where both teams looked like they were playing their first game after a three three months off during the spring and a global pand and during a global pandemic, and I mean, both it was a sloppy game. There were a lot of turnovers, uh, but Shoemaker's offense when it was clicking, it was incredible to watch. There, that offense can keep them in any any game they play, even against the best defenses they come up against. And they'll remember, Temple is in their district. Harker Heights is in the same school district. And then on top of that, Shoemaker's defense forced key turnovers and key moments. And on top of that, almost seemed to play better 
with its back against the wall in the red zone than it did in the open field, which is so, so strange. And I know Toby Foreman said after the game that, you know, there's a lot to work on, and there is. But if that if you come out beating a good San Angelo Central team like that, because that Central team is pretty good this year. They're pretty loaded. That quarterback, Malachi Brown, I think it's his third year as the starter there. And they they forced turnovers from him. You know they intercepted him one or two times. They for, they stripped him on a on a fumble. Um, if Shoemaker's defense can keep improving, man, sixty one thirty five against a really good team like that. I think I think I think Shoemaker sent shockwaves around District Twelve Six Eight last night. You know, back in the late 70s, early 80s, Baylor went on a run, and uh, Grant Taft and the and the staff brought in some unbelievable athletes from Colleen. They were just uh, all the – I mean, they were coming in left and right. Uh, Gerald Ice Cube McNeil was one of them. And then Pat McNeil obviously played at uh, Baylor, his older brother. So, Colleen, man, over the years, unbelievable talent that they uh, produce. All right, let's talk about tonight. Um, the, the game of the week for you guys is Academy and Lorena. Now, what do we uh, what do we think? I mean, I I, I like the uh, bumblebees. I've got some connections to the leopards. Mom's uh, my mom's first teaching job out of Baylor, right there in Lorena. What um, what do you where do you how do you see this thing going? Man, this is this is kind of a clash of styles. This is two teams. I mean, preseason. Dave Campbell's Texas football had this picked as a game for a playoff spot because the preseason projection was Lorena 4th, Academy 5th. Well, nobody saw Academy jumping out to its first 4-0 start since God knows when. Academy has not allowed a point since week two when Academy went on the road and beat Clifton. So you have a really just star-studded defense there. And I don't even know that star-studded is the right word because I don't know that there are stars on that defense, but it's a unit that plays so well together and has pitched two straight shutouts against pretty decent decent opponents. It, one of them was Grosbeck, and then last week a really good Lago Vista team. And on top of that, you have Academy's offense, which is figuring out a way to run the ball when it needs to. It's going through the air when it needs to. It's kind of that same multiple eye that Chris Lancaster ran at Troy when he was the offensive coordinator. It's a very interesting uh, academy team that is, I think a lot of people would say, overachieving. But if you ask these these kids have bought in and love the system Chris Lancaster has taken to academy. They love the dynamic around the coaching staff right now. There's a real palpable buzz in that locker room. On the flip side, you go to Lorena, and instead of a first-year coach, Ray Biles is in, what, his 25th season guiding the Leopards. Every, you know what you're getting with a Ray Biles-Lorena team. You're getting a solid defense that can, that can come up with key stops when needed, and you're getting a really good spread offense that you, that's going to say, all right, you want to beat us? Stop us. Keep us out of the end zone. And I think what's most impressive about Lorena is Lorena only suited up 28 kids last week, and it beat Madisonville. And it didn't just beat Madisonville. It beat the tar out of Madisonville. I think this is going to be a really fascinating game, kind of a mix of styles. And I think both squads know you've got to win any way you can get it 
in this district, District 11, 3A Division One, because it is just a hornet's nest. Now, you are a guy talking to Curtis Quill in Channel 6. They do everything, man. Baylor pregame activities, they'll be out there. Uh, they're all over the high school games. Now, this will be so – you will have, I guess, so you'll hit that Academy Lorena game and then you'll make it out to the, the Burnett Robinson game. Is that right? Is that kind of your nightcap? No, I'll end it. I'll start and end at our game of the week, but I'll, I'll, I'll be over at Burnett Robinson for a little bit right around kickoff just to kind of check that one out, get a couple of highlights. But my focus gotcha. tonight will be on that, on that Lorena game. But yeah, I'll, I'll go see Burnett Robinson for just a little bit tonight. Give him a look. Give him a look. Burn it. Home of of uh, Camp Longhorn, very uh, uh, they uh, I attended as a as a lad, and uh, that'll be an interesting ball game. Hope the Rockets can get that thing uh, can get that thing going. Okay, what about some of these other games, uh, Curtis? The um, this this Temple Longview matchup, uh, AT and T Stadium. We're gonna have that one on our air. Of course, we will have Midway tonight. Uh, and as well as that Robinson game that you're gonna you're gonna see, it'll be on our family uh, of uh, networks, family of stations. But what do you think about that long Longview is uh, ooh, playing them, playing the uh, Lobos could be an all day sucker. I mean that's a rough that's a rough draw right there. But where do you where are you sensing the uh, Temple program is right now in its preparations, and do you think they could hit the ground running? I think Temple's capable of beating anybody to go up against, and I think that's a year-in, year-out thing. That's just kind of the expectation in Temple is to be good enough to beat whoever is on the other sideline. And I think Temple has that. Now, I think Temple's got a little bit of building to do, and I think Scott Stewart is looking at this uh, non-district schedule as that opportunity to do that building. It's, um, you know, both teams are going to be going out there with sophomore quarterbacks. Um, Temple's going out there. You know, during two days, uh, Scott Stewart was telling us he's uh, he's got a young defense again. He had some people move out, some because of COVID, some because of anything, uh, just a laundry list of things going on. And so he's got another young defense. And so, I mean, these are two of the blue blood programs in the state, two of the winningest programs in the state. I think it's the winningest 6A against the winningest 5A program or the two winningest 6As. It's, it's a real – true Texas high school football clash. I think if you're Temple, what you want to see coming out of this is how competitive are you? Because I think even if you keep it close against against Longview, because Longview's going back to more of what Longview always has been, kind of a power run team, just kind of we're going we're gonna to run it down your throat and dare you to stop us because they don't have Haynes King anymore because he's a Texas A&M. Temple's got to get some experience. This is a really great game to do it. It's on TV on Fox Sports Southwest. I think if you're Temple, if you keep it within two scores, you look at it as a win because you know you're close and you can keep building. Now, don't get me wrong. If Scott Stewart's listening to this, I, I, can, I can almost feel my phone vibrating with him saying, if we don't win, we don't win. He wants to win every game, but you have to look at this as what it is, and this is a really young uh, Wildcat squad, and we're going to learn a lot about it tonight, and it's, it's going to be an interesting game for sure. Okay, uh, it is uh, Curtis Quillen, and uh, the man knows his high school football, and he likes to show up at these games, and everybody's always excited to see him. Live reports always start up about, oh, about 6.07. He'll go live on some, from some of these locations. Stephen Simcox, go ahead, sir. 
Curtis, uh, another game that, that interests me this week is that Franklin-Lexington matchup. Obviously, Franklin, the record doesn't look great yet, but they're coming off a really impressive win against Troy. What, what are your expectations there? Uh, I want to see if Franklin can figure out a way to stop Jared Kerr because that is the, he is the straw that stirs the drink for Lexington, and nobody has figured out a way to stop him. That dude ran all over Rockdale. He, if that game didn't get canceled last week because of COVID-19, he would have probably run all over Cameron Yo. He ran all over West. I mean, he has run all over the state of Texas so far. That is, he is one of the most impressive players in the state. And uh, to pull to steal a line from Greg Tepper, I mean, Lexington has built the whole plane out of Jared Kerr. I want to see if Franklin can figure out a way to contain Jared Kerr and stop him. Uh, I mean, that's a district game, and let's be honest, that one's probably for the district title. All right, Curtis, you're way too clever to be stealing lines from Tepper, okay? I know the man. <laughs> you've, got, you've got too much going on. Your career's going too well to be stealing anything from Greg Tepper. Now, if you want to steal something from Craig Way, go ahead. Okay, that, that, would, be a, that would be a good choice. All right, well, it is, uh, this is great. This is always fun to catch up with you. Anything, any, any parting shots, any, any game you want to, any upsets you want to pick? I mean, I, I kind of like when, I like a Curtis, I like it when you kind of get right out there and make a big prediction either on the college front or the high school front. Do you have an upset pick of the, uh, pick of the week from Curtis Quillen? Oh, you're putting me on the spot here. Um... Well, you do live TV for a living. I can't be putting you on too much of a spot. My goodness. That's very true. I think, uh, you know, if you look at the Big 12, I think um, that whatever that line is on the OU-Kansas State game, I can't remember what it was exactly. Man, I, I would be shocked if OU didn't cover that. On the high school front, look really closely at China Spring Mejia tonight because Mejia's running the slot T now. And Salado is in China Springs District, and Salado runs the slot team. In fact, Salado Mejia last week, I think, what did they play that one in, 45 minutes? Uh, that game was, <laughs> it was over and out pretty quickly. Um, no, in all seriousness, how does China Spring handle defending the slot team? Because if, if, if China Spring gets in a shootout with Salado come district play, that plays into Salado's hand because – in the slot T offense, you can play clock control a lot more. Um, and I know Mejia is trying to get – if Mejia feels like it needs to right the ship at one and three, or I think that's what uh, Mejia is right now, don't panic about Mejia. Mejia is a very good ball club that has played a lot of really good teams. Mejia is doing itself a favor by testing itself right now to compete for a district title. But we're going to learn a lot about China Spring tonight because China Spring has expectations to compete with Connolly. And if China Spring can defend the slot tee pretty well, it, it, the, the odds of that happening, the chances of that happening go up because of the confidence from defending the slot tee. If they have a little bit of trouble with it, that does open the door for Salado to come into that conversation as well. All right. I think Coach Bell has his ear to the uh, – he's, he's hearing the doubts from Curtis Quillen, and uh, he will know what to do this evening. Curtis, always uh, always fun to catch up with you, and uh, love to see you at the Baylor game. Who are you guys sending out there? 
We will have because of the game time. We will have Nikki there because okay. trying to get the sport, get sports cast done and anchored while covering a night game is a almost impossible feat. And so I will still be anchoring tomorrow night. Hopefully, on the tenth when the Bears come back home, I can swing on back to uh, McLean Stadium. But it'll be Nikki Laterulo there for us tomorrow, and she'll be doing uh, kind of she'll be covering it on on all corners for us, and so she'll have some. You know, talking about the the atmosphere with you know only twenty five percent capacity yeah. there at McLean Stadium, and talking about the game for us as well, and that'll be at six and ten tomorrow. Okay, I'll be all dressed up and ready to go if you need me. Okay, I'll I'll have a sport <laughs> coat at the ready. All right, Curtis, always fun. Have a great night. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me on, guys. Curtis Quillen, Channel Six, doing his thing, and uh, he got some great games. Okay, let's go to Midway. And let's get ready to talk to the uh, Midway Athletic Director, Brad Shelton. That is next. It's the Big 12 Conference Opener for Dave Aranda and the Bears this Saturday at McLean Stadium as Baylor hosts the Kansas Jayhawks. 4.30 for the Baylor Alumni Network tailgate show. 6.30 kickoff with John, JJ, and Ricky. Baylor, Kansas. This Saturday on the banks of the Brazos. And it's all right here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz, a combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders for customers on the go. Only in Waco, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, 1412 North Valley Mills Drive and 105 South 5th Street. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic, trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. Now's the time to get a great deal on select Kubota subcompact and compact tractors. Our reliable number one selling tractors are designed for easy operation and feature all the performance matched attachments needed to tackle any job. Right now, get zero down at 0% APR for 84 months and save up to $1,700 plus no payments for 90 days. Now through October 31st, see us or go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. Visit WC Tractor at WCTractor.com or Moore Service Center at MooreServiceCenter.com. It's a September buyback event going on at Greg May Honda. Right now, used cars are in high demand. Used cars at auction are at an all-time high. At Greg May, they'd like to cut out the middleman. They need your good trade, pay for or not. You'll get above fair market value, and they'll pay off your trade no matter what you owe. And you could drive a new 20 Honda Civic 4-door LX for just $179 per month for 36 months. Save thousands with 0.9% APR. Remember, they'll buy your car, even if you don't buy from them at Greg May Honda. Go to gregmayhonda.com for complete details. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. 
experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weiss with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Smalt Sandwich Shop. The Pac-12 will play a seven-game conference football season beginning November 6th that the league announced yesterday. Ryan Fitzpatrick accounted for three touchdowns and led Miami to a 31-13 win over the Jaguars last night, becoming the first NFL quarterback to knock six wins over the same opponent with six teams. Baylor finally starts the season tomorrow night at McLean Stadium versus Kansas. Join Q, Matt, and Tom for the tailgate show starting at 2.30 on your Baylor flagship ESPN Central Texas. High school football again tonight. Robinson versus Burnett, 7.30 kickoff, and you can catch that game on 1590 AM and 99.3 FM. Tip of Wildcats taking on Longview Lobos at AT&T Stadium. Our pregame starts at 7.30 on Fox Sports Central Texas. High school scoreboard tonight following the games with the Stephen Simcox and Garrett Ross, the boss. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Mosley with Stephen Simcox, ESPN Central Texas. Been so exciting talking some uh, high school football. We're just talking to Curtis Quillen about the game of the week. I'm, I'm sure Channel 6 cannot wait to have a game of the week with Midway and, of course, the Midway Athletic Director joining us uh, as we speak, Brad Shelton. And, Brad, welcome uh, back to the Bat Mosley Show. It's been too long. I've, during the pandemic, I felt like we were we were really having a lot of fun talking. Um, I think we were just kind of keeping each other entertained. But then you got really busy. Um, I, not that you weren't busy. You know what I'm saying. Things got ramped up here recently. And now they're going to actually go get to hit another team. I know there's already been some scrimmaging going on. But tonight, it's starting to feel with Class 5A and 6A games across the state, it's starting to feel more real. Did you ever think we would get here? Hey, Matt. Hey, appreciate you having me on. It has been a while. Yeah. I, miss, I miss you guys. I'm glad to talk to you today. And saw Tom open the door for Barfield and excited about him. And I tell you, I'm really excited to hear a Wheathorn, Ken Wheathorn, those guys that supported Midway for a long time. Wheathorn's joining the airways with, with Barfield. So I'm excited, excited to be back on, excited to hear those guys. But yeah, you're you're absolutely right. I think we've we feel like we've been planning on something for since since spring break, and just now finally getting to to do something. Man, it's fun. I'm not gonna lie to you. We 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 hosted a volleyball game. We've hosted about two weeks of volleyball games, and that first one was I don't say emotional. I don't want to sound too wimpy, but man, it was <laughs> it was nice to have parents coming in and supporting their kids. We had senior night. We our, our kids played well, and man, it was just a big relief and tons of excitement and. I, I anticipate it'll be the exact same way tonight. Even though it's a scrimmage, it's we're going to treat it more like a exhibition game, and I, I anticipate it'll be the exact same feeling watching those kids fly around. 
Are you worried about uh, Tom Barfield getting emotional in the booth? I know you're going to be with him at halftime tonight. Could you see? I mean, it's been a while for him. We, I know he's been excited, although, you know, Tom never – I mean, before, he was kind of warming up. He was getting brought in on other games just to warm up his voice and warm up his rhythm, and then we get it rolling tonight. But I, I, I hope he doesn't get too emotional like during the National Anthem or something. Hey, you're telling me that's my goal at halftime is to get him on tilt a little bit, see if we can make him cry. But I, I got to listen to him on a, on a television broadcast, so I, he, he sounded like he was in midseason form. Yeah, there's no doubt about it, uh, and uh, that'll be that'll be great. Of course, you can hear that at 1660-923 ESPN Central Texas. And, uh, Brad, what is the – I mean, I, I saw one story where Odessa – and y'all were going to play Permian, but this was Odessa. And, and the report said, we had a uh, player test positive for COVID-19, and then they said, so we're just calling off the entire game. And I thought to myself, my goodness, that's where we are. Um, that that you have, uh, you know, let's uh, Odessa. How many kids you think are on that varsity team in Odessa? Would you say somewhere in the neighborhood of fifty to eighty players, maybe more? I mean, they got. I'm sure they have a yeah. pretty big roster. You get one player, and I get contact tracing and all that. But I mean, Brad, that's a lot of pressure, not only on that kid, but just everybody trying to do the right thing and be around the right people mm-hmm. and all of that. I mean, we are asking things of our parents and our players and, and all that that we've never in a million years would think to ask. And uh, and so it's it doesn't feel like almost a Herculean effort even just to get one kicked off? <laughs> no, no, no question. Uh, you know, that, that's a, for us, you know, we, we had those conversations early in the district with our district opponents and talking about, okay, how are we going to handle this? You know, I, I certainly can't speak to Odessa's situation, but you know, we, we all decided, you know, we're we're going to try to treat it for as long as we can as 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 we do injuries. And you know, if if a if a young man, young woman gets in gets sick, and uh, we've got a we'll contact trace and, and go through the procedures and the protocols and 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 quarantine who we need to. But you know, for as long as we can and as much as we can, we're we're going to go with the next man up mentality and try to play. Uh, we we felt like we owed it to the to the rest of the kids that, the, that are on there that are practicing all week. And, you know, we're hopeful and praying that, you know, we don't get anybody sick and we don't have to quarantine many people. I mean, it's happened over summer a couple of times. We've had a handful, but far from a, a outbreak, you know, that I would classify as an outbreak. But we're, we're going to do everything we can to play ball. Uh, I, I think we owe it to those kids. Those kids have been working hard for summer. You know, one of the interesting things, Matt, is, you know, it feels like we've had two-a-days for six months. Because you know we started with summer works, summer workouts in June. We were able to do football skills and, and uh, strength and conditioning and, and extended time that we've never had before. And then we then the season got delayed and, until today. And you know it feels like we've been doing two a days or spring football for for six months. So it you know we're we're going to do everything we can to play ball. All right, give me. I want your scouting report. Talking to Brad Shelton, the athletic director. I know Coach Hume. You leave all the X's and O's up to him, but you have some opinions. You gotta, you gotta peek at this team last week, this midway team. And I know I've been hearing rumblings of some. Oh, what the you know, offensive players ended up at cornerback. I don't want to give too much away, but um, I are you? I mean, having seen it, and then you've been attending some of these practices and all. How do you feel about this team? Is this a 
does this seem like um, do you have enough veteran leadership to feel pretty good about things? There are going to be bumps along the way, both COVID-related and playing in an unbelievable district. What do you, what do you think of the leadership of this program? And I'm not talking about the coaching, more more about the players, sure. and then just some of the some of the talent that you have. How does this how does this stack up with some some other midway teams of the past? Sure, that's a, that's a great question, and, and a lot of that will kind of bear out tonight and over the next couple of weeks, kind of see what kind of team we're really going to be. You know, that's why you play these. That's why we chose two scrimmages and and got a, a tough non-district to kind of see what we are going to be. Uh, there's a lot of new faces. I will say that, particularly on the on the defensive side and the offensive line and defensive line, particularly in particular, and at safety. But you're right. I mean, they're still trying to to move some pieces around and, and find ways to find the best eleven. Uh, you know, we we have a quarterback back from last year and. We've got a few few pieces back at, at certain spots that are providing a lot of leadership. But for the first time in a long time, there's a lot of new faces uh, that, that are playing, and we're going to have to count on, and they're, they're going to have to fill in, fill in and in the leadership roles and, and and be players on the field. But I'm really fortunate that you know we're really fortunate. I'm thankful this is a scrimmage, so we can kind of keep keep evaluating, keep tweaking, and, and like I said, find the best way to put put 11, 11 best on the field at one time. So, the, the good, the but it's going to be fun to watch. I know that. And Coach yeah, going to do know, a good job. Our coach that's going to do a good job and got full full confidence in them. Yeah, and, you know, parents and fans and radio folks and media, they, they, they're real calm. You know, Brad, they don't, they don't ever, <laughs> you know, they, they, whatever they see tonight, they won't overreact. It'll be fine. I, I would not worry about anything, but it is uh, the passion for this program. It, it, I'm sure at times it can be a little overwhelming, but, uh, but the positives – I would say far outweigh the negatives because it's you. You like it when the parents, the kids, everybody is so incredibly invested in a program. And and Brad, you've got um, you have got other pro. You you mentioned the volleyball. How is uh, Midway doing in the other sports right now? What's uh, what's going on over there? Some cross country and um, I, I know I, you kind of to me look like you may have done some um, long distance running in the past. Just kind of. Just how you're built. I think you have good endurance. Have you? Uh, do you ever get out there and train with them? <laughs> not a chance. Not a chance. That, that was 20 years ago, maybe. Uh, not not a chance anymore. I don't want to embarrass myself or slow any of those people down. Uh, but but you are right. We're we're in full swing. Uh, next week, I think we have uh, six six nights in the week, and we have we have games or events five five of those six Monday through Saturday. Uh, so so we're absolutely in full swing. Our volleyball teams uh, three and one, I believe. We lost to. Uh, Vandergriff out of Leander, who's a very solid team, uh, but beat Rouse, beat Belton, beat Colleen, two former district opponents, and they're they're actually traveling to Georgetown tonight, and then they'll they'll travel to Highland Park and uh, Red Oak tomorrow to play in a little duel with those guys, and uh, so they, yeah, they Coach Porter does a good job of scheduling, and, and you know with the lack of tournaments, you know, that's a ton of games in volleyball. You'll play nine games in a tournament, so they so they're scrambling trying to trying to find as many games before district as possible. But we'll we'll, we'll start up district play next week and. Cross country ran this morning. I hadn't, I haven't gotten how they done yet, but our girls have been real successful. Boys have finished second a couple of times, uh, but they, they've had two. I think this is their third, third meet that they've ran in, and uh, particularly on our girls' side, we've, we've got a little bit of depth on our cross country team, so they're, they're, they're exciting to watch and watch them run and compete. So that's cross country is a fun sport. Eh? It's, it may not be for everybody, but man, it, those kids are driven and disciplined, and, and watching those kids finish a finish at the finish line is is, is pretty spectacular what they pour into themselves and 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 put out to try to finish and beat the next man they're trailing it's it's fun man it's a lot of fun that's that's it's true competition 
Yeah, it is. And uh, Bill Midway's had some great talent there, put out college talent over the years. And uh, Highland Park, Red Oak, I love a good, I love a good challenge like that. I, I once played tennis against uh, uh, Highland Park, Brad, when I was Oof. at Kaufman High School. And um, it was a rough, it was a rough go. I had a better shot at like Waxahachie and Lancaster and uh, Wilmer Hutchins in our district. And I did okay against some of those schools, Cedar Hill, but uh, went up to play Highland Park, and I knew I was in trouble. I think I had a Wilson Sting, probably missing the cover, knowing me. And my opponent got out about eight rackets. And there were a lot of, I just thought, why would they need all these rackets? I don't understand why they – so they had a lot of backup uh, material. It, it was like showing up at – it playing somebody like uh, you know at the U.S. Open or something. I I was overmatched uh, uh, as uh, as you might uh, as you might understand. Well, I'm I'm sure that each each one of those players had about three coaches. They had a forehand coach, a backhand coach, a serving coach. So, yeah, I, I I can't listen to that many voices at one time. But you're absolutely right, Highland Park. We've had some battles with Highland Park with our tennis program. I, I I failed to mention our tennis program. They're they're two and zero in team district and. Uh, they, you, know, you go 19 points, you have to get 10 to win, and they they won 19-0 against Waxahachie and 19-0 against Duncanville uh, this past Tuesday. So they're, they're, they're doing really well. Yeah, I've seen your facilities, had a good look at them. Uh, I would say your amount of courts compared to my high schools, I think we had two courts. You kind of <laughs> had to get your practice in pretty quickly and then move along. But, uh, well, I'm glad that Midway is already rolling. Can't wait to uh, see them play in the coming weeks. And uh, got some got some great competition coming up, and it's an exciting time. And congratulations! I mean, you're you're about to see it, uh, Brad. And I know you got to keep your fingers crossed every week because of all this stuff going around. But you all have done a tremendous job, and and uh, uh, my hats off to you. And and uh, good luck tonight. Thanks, Matt. Well, I appreciate, it, man. I appreciate all the support and coverage, and all you do for high school sports here in Central Texas. I, we, I do, man. I really appreciate it. All right, there he goes, Brad Shelton, the athletic director at Midway, and uh, does a little bit of everything out there, but uh, just an all-around good guy and fun to fun to visit with. All right, we've added a new uh, another guest. Of course, uh, Tom Barfield is in position out there in Midway or at Midway, uh, and he's uh, he'll be ready to roll um, soon. But at 4:20, Mac Rhodes, Baylor uh, director of athletics, will be joining us and. Uh, It'll be a good time to catch up with Mac as Baylor gets ready to go. Kickoff. I mean, it's approaching 6.30 tomorrow evening. Mac Rhodes joins us at 4.20. Next, though, is Campus Confidential, all the latest on college athletics. It's next. Recently on Unnecessary Roughness. Does everyone who has a name Debbie, does does that mean that you have to be a downer at some point? Tall Linda asked me that in the most respectful way possible. Not very possible. <laughs> no, it is. <laughs> I would think. Shout out to If Debbie. your name is Debbie and you're negative at all, then people probably they just kind of associate you, that. you yeah. with that, right? You can't help yourself. Good, Sorry, mom. That, oh, is that your mom? That's my mom. <laughs> way to go, Q. <laughs> Want to go to break now? Unnecessary Roughness, Monday through Friday, noon to 3 on ESPN Central Texas. What you do in privacy is your own business. What you do in public with your truck, well, that's our business at Pickup Outfitters. In your garage, it's okay for your truck to parade around in the nude with no accessories. Hey, this is still America. But when you bring your truck out in public, it's just common decency to put an outfit on your truck. And that's where we come in at Pickup Outfitters. Put a cover on that bed. Cover your rear end with a bumper and a hitch, for goodness sakes. There are women and children on the roads. And guys, 
Don't leave your tools exposed. Put them in a toolbox. Be proud of your truck and stand tall with a lift kit. Or improve your truck's posture with a leveling kit. Add some class to your pickup with new wheels and tires. Or dress up for a date with your new RV or boat with a fifth wheel or a receiver hitch. At Pickup Outfitters, we're dedicating to making the roads decent for all Central Texans. So when taking your truck out in public, remember your manners and accessorize it properly with an outfit from Pickup Outfitters. 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco. Looking for quality plants at affordable prices? Would you like your yard transformed from an unmaintained pile of weeds to a yard that looks like a beautiful park and increases the value of your property? Barrera's Nursery and Landscape is the place for seasonal plants, shrubs, trees, and perennials, as well as a wide variety of bulk material and landscape rock. Locally owned and operated for over 20 years, Barrera's Nursery and Landscape, open every day, 9 till 5, at 201 Sun Valley Drive in Hewitt, or call them at 254-666-9806. Hello, friends. I'm Keith Bush, founder of Bush's Chicken. We're all aware of the current crisis in our country and our own community. Our main concern at Bush's Chicken has always been the well-being of our customers and our employees. With all restaurant lobbies now closed, you can take advantage of the long tradition of the Bush's Chicken drive-thru, known as the quickest in town. From our family to yours, stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you in the drive-thru. All right, it is truck season over to Alan Samuels in Waco. You want to pull up to that uh, Midway game tonight, that Midway scrimmage. You want to go into uh, see Temple to play tonight, or Robinson maybe. You want to uh, arrive in one of those Ram Lone Star crew cabs. want to remind you, um, uh, they've got the Ram to hold all your gear, put all of your trailers and ATVs at Allen Samuels. It is truck season. That means it's time for Ram Power Days. That uh, Lone Star crew cab I mentioned uh, now features 9000 $750 in bonus cash and incentives, or you could choose 0% financing for 72 months and no payments for 90 days. With approved credit, ask for details. Ram, the highest pickup owner loyalty in America. And, of course, they got the Jeep Adventure Days. Uh, Jeep Gladiator Sport now has 3.9% financing for 72 months and no payments for 90 days. And Jeep has just announced that employee pricing for all is back on most Gladiator models. See Alan Samuels for full details they do such an in- incredible job out there. Ted Teague, the general manager, and, I mean, he's, he's taken me on a tour of that uh, service area. It is unbelievable the space they have, how clean it is, and how much they do a great job, especially during this COVID time, sanitizing all the vehicles, making sure you're safe. And then if you want to buy one, you're like, I just don't know if I want to go be around people or be on the lot. They'll bring it right to you. You can shop online as well, and you can do that at allensamuelsdcj.com. They do deliver. Alan Samuels in Waco, an FCA Customer First Award of Excellence winner. Hey, it's Matt Mosley. Matt Mosley's show is Stephen Simcox. If you thought about buying your first home and you weren't sure where to start or if you qualify, NeighborWorks Waco has been assisting Central Texans in the home buying process for the past 27 years, and they're ready to assist you not enough money for down payment or low credit score. NeighborWorks Waco has programs that help you improve your credit score, and they help you get the best loan with the least out-of-pocket expense. Plus, they make sure you know just what to look for in selecting the perfect home for you and your family. Call 254-752-1647 or visit the website at nw 
NeighborWorks-Waco.org to get started. NeighborWorks Waco currently operating with social distancing protocol in place so you can access your programs knowing your safety is their highest priority. NeighborWorks Waco is your trusted source for home ownership the right way. Plus, NeighborWorks Waco supports Coach Dave Aranda in Baylor Athletics all the way. Sick'em, Bears. Waco. KRZI Waco. K222DC Waco. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. K265DV Temple. This is ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Oh, man. One of the hardest working men in the business, Stephen Simcox, alongside Matt Mosley. And, uh, Stephen, I love it. I mean, I'm looking right now. I've just been taking a gander at uh, the pregame show tomorrow. We've got a really good one set up. And, of course, you're producing that. Uh, Tom uh, Barfield, Q, uh, will be on the scene. I'll be out there, and we'll be inside the stadium. We'll be right out there. On the concourse, having a big time, and uh, I'm excited about it. And uh, thank you, NeighborWorks Waco. Thank you for what you do, Roy Nash. Getting folks, sometimes in their first home, maybe uh, some folks have fallen on some hard times financially, maybe have some credit issues, they can coach them up, get them back. It's just a great place to go to find out, okay, what do I need to do? What do I need to do to get in a home and own a home? They help immensely with that. And, uh, and they're great because uh, Roy Nash has uh, all sorts of uh, connections in real estate. The man has sold houses over the years, and so he knows all about houses. In fact, Stephen, I've been to his house in Temple. Whoa, whoa. That'll make you, that'll make you call NeighborWorks immediately just seeing Roy's house. It's a cool, cool place, one of the great places there in Temple, and I love stopping by. In fact, I might, Stephen, after the game tomorrow night, let's see, what will it be? Midnight, 1 o'clock, I may just go knock on the door over there. Just go say hi to the Nash family, see what they're up to. They'll be up. They'll be up hanging out, doing their thing. Okay, um, Stephen, it is time for Campus Confidential. Reminder, Mac Rhodes. Mac Rhodes, Baylor Director of Athletics, will join us coming up at 420. Okay, and then after that, we'll check in with touchdown Tom Barfield, who's out there. Oh, as we speak in the land of the Panther out there at Midway. So it'll be fun to catch up with uh, with Tom, and, and we'll do all that. All right, Stephen, NCAA uh, it will vote next month on a rule that would make uh, zero win requirements for bowl eligibility. Okay, you could just kind of – doesn't matter. Pac-12's decided, oh, we're going to play seven, okay? And we'd still be, like to be allowed to be in the – College football playoff. Well, Steve and I, tomorrow I'd like to be the lead anchor on Sports Center. I mean, we'd all like something, but, um, you know, you can't just kind of wake up one morning and go, oh, we decided we're going to play in November, and we're just going to play six or seven ball games, but we would like to be in that CFP, if y'all don't mind. How about the teams that have tried to play ten ball games, nine ball games? I mean, they've, they've led the way. And then, Stephen, what is all this stuff about? Did you see my, our man Colin Cowherd from Fox saying, once again, the SEC leads the way? Why, what? I seem to remember the Big 12 was the one, you know, making the decision, and they offered cover to the SEC and ACC. So, I don't – all this talk about, 
all the SEC leading the way. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not buying that one. Okay, go sell that to somebody else. Stephen, are you? Uh, I'm going to let you use your line though. What does this mean? What does this mean, Stephen? That uh, zero win requirements for bowl eligibility. I mean, this this really creates a equal playing field. It does do that. That means, Matt, we could see a, a Kansas Rutgers Sun Bowl. You know, we could see um, Northwestern versus uh, Syracuse in the Pinstripe Bowl. Oh, an 0 and 10 team, a 3 and 7 team, it doesn't matter. You know, when you're uh, hanging out with your family on December 20th, just kind of hanging around the house, not really doing anything, you can turn on the TV and, and see a couple teams with terrible records facing off. And I mean, hey, it's, it's uh, extra programming around the Christmas season, I guess. <laughs> now, are you saying there are people that, that get some off time around the holidays? I, I have not, I'm not familiar I've heard with anything that's true. like that. Okay. I don't know. I'm not positive. Our off time last year was going to cover the cover the Sugar Bowl, which was fun, which was fun. I think the days of us getting to getting sent places, Stephen, may have come to an end with some decisions that were made. Somebody was able to they were they really liked to get us places. Let's go. Let's go to let's go to the Super Bowl. Let's go to the draft. I don't know. I'm afraid those days are behind us, Stephen. Although you and I will still go, we'll just pack up and go. All right. If we if we want to go somewhere, we'll go. Now, Stephen, we'll be paying for it ourselves, but we will go. All right. All right. Let's do it. I like it. Yeah. All right. Where do you want to go this year? Do you want to go to the Super Bowl? Where's the Super Bowl? I have, but with the COVID, I've I've stopped even thinking about where the Super Bowl is. Where are they playing this thing? Usually, they go to like a brand new stadium. But I don't think they'll be ready for Las Vegas quite yet. It's in Tampa. Raymond James Stadium in Tampa. Steve, let's go. Why don't we go to Tampa for this? Okay. Tom Barfield, if you're listening, uh, if you don't mind, we'd like to put in a travel request, and we'd like to go to Tampa, the uh, Mosley and Simcox. Okay. We'll ask Tom. Why don't we ask Tom live on the air so he can't say anything mean to us? All right, Stephen, um, a reminder, Mac Rhodes coming up in just about 10 minutes. He will join us. Always good to catch up with the director of athletics for Baylor. Stephen, let's pick some games. Let's pick some college games. We actually have some Big 12 games. We'll save Kansas at Baylor. And, Stephen, t- say hello to our man, uh, Mr. Villarreal, again. I love that. I mean, we he got the uh, Kansas tickets from our show. We had everybody sign up via the uh, text line. Do you remember what his win total was for Baylor? Because we had everybody give their win total. What do you remember? What Mr. Villarreal came up with? Baylor's yes. playing nine games. Uh, yeah, Keith, congratulations! And he had Baylor at seven and two with losses to OU and Texas. So pretty positive on Baylor's chances this year. All right, all right. Uh, wow, I, I I I like that seven and two. Steven, you know, that makes it look like we picked somebody that said a positive thing about the Bears, even though we told them we they could they could they could pick a low record if they wanted to. But you did it, like you said, you just reached in the the, the bag there and that's the one you picked. And we had a ton of uh, responses. So congratulations to Keith. Appreciate you, buddy. And a reminder, if you're happening, if you're not going to be able to go to a high school game tonight, you know, call in, listen to the scoreboard show tonight with Steven. And then also, if you want to go watch the Stars um, uh, tonight or tomorrow night, 
Uh, they have rare back-to-back games. Go over to Shorty's Pizza Shack. Stephen, let's pick some games here. Let's start with K-State at OU. All right. OU lost to K-State, if memory serves correct, last year. K-State played a well of a game, uh, got up big lead. OU came racing back, but the Wildcats held on. Stephen, the line on this thing, and I think this is the one Quillen was talking about, is 27 and a half. Now, Quillen, I think, was saying he would load up on OU. He thinks Oklahoma, you know, has a little something waiting for K-State. Part of this is because K-State got their rears beat. I mean, they got their rears beat. Was that Arkansas State that beat them? Yes, that's correct. Blake Anderson's team. Mm-hmm. The great Blake Anderson, the, the Baylor man himself, went in there. Stephen, I'm going to go ahead and take K-State to cover the 27-and-a-half. Man, that is a big line, but I don't know. Oklahoma just looks so locked in. I know it was Missouri State, and also uh, K-State beat them last year. That was uh, one of the two games they lost all season. So I, I like, I actually like OU to cover that line, even though it's uh, it, it's a big one on at 27 and a half. All right. Um, Texas going to Texas Tech. Texas favored by 17 and a half. A road a road favorite. Boy, people are not showing the Red Raiders much respect. They barely got that win over Houston Baptist. I'm going to go ahead and give the Red Raiders the fact that it was the COVID and they came out flat and they weren't ready to go. Matt Wells, tough dude. He's gotten all over this team. They're out there waiting on the Longhorns to show up. Even, even with not as many fans, Lubbock, always a weird and crazy place to play. I, I'm going to go ahead and take the Red Raver, Raiders to cover the 17-and-a-half. Not straight up, but to cover the 17-and-a-half. I am, too. Yeah, I, I mean, I understand Tech had, had some issues against Houston Baptist, but I'm with you. I think they bounce back. Um, I like Texas Tech to, to give them a game. Still think Texas will win, but don't think it'll be by that margin. All right, and I uh, Iowa State going to – TCU. Now, this is interesting. I don't know if this has to do with the quarterback. Stephen, are you suggesting to me that the Cyclones are a a two-and-a-half-point road favorite? That's correct. Yeah, that doesn't make much sense to me. Um, That's a sucker line. They're trying to get you to bet TCU. You stay usually on those pick-em, two-and-a-half type deals you stay away from. Give me Matthew Downing and the Horn Frogs to cover the two and a half and to win that one outright. Yeah, so I assume it's the quarterback situation. Um, you know, Duggan's been cleared, but he's not been named the starter. I, I think the way this is going to play out, and we'll see tomorrow afternoon, but I feel like Downing's going to get a few series and they'll turn it over to Max. Um, so I think TCU wins this one outright. I'm really excited about this Horn Frog defense, and Iowa State struggled um, against Louisiana's defense a couple weeks ago, so – I think TCU wins this game. All right, I like it. I like I like what I'm seeing on that thing. The uh, the the old uh, Horn Frogs are going to get this thing done. You had another. You had an SEC game now, Stephen. Look, while we're calling this one, look at that Vandy A and M line. I wanted to take a peek at that. Vandy's lost a lot of players. Excuse me. Yeah, it is Vandy. I I, I was kind of wanting to see what that line looked like, but Kentucky at. Auburn. Auburn is favored by seven and a half. Kentucky is sneaky good. I'm not saying great, 
I'm just saying Kentucky sort of had they, they they've got a penchant they've got a uh, they they really do well at some of these skill positions and they they it's it's uh, it's it's the same thing this year I just Kentucky at the skill position is really good and they they're fast on defense and you can count on the Kentucky kids you're going like Mosley what are you talking about the linebacker play is always exceptional with these Kentucky uh, with this Kentucky program give me give me Kentucky to cover the seven and a half. Yeah, I like Kentucky to cover this too. I feel like one of the underrated coaching jobs last year was what Mark Stoops did with uh, with Lynn Bowden Jr. converted wide receiver at quarterback, and I mean they won a bowl game. They ended up winning eight games. I, I think Kentucky covers this. They're a well coached team, and as you said, they're always pretty explosive on the, at those skill positions. All right, Mac Rhodes coming up. So real quick, Stephen, um, I tell you what, let's save Baylor. Let's save Baylor and do it. Uh, do it at the end of the show. Love that. Love to say. 17 and a half is the line on that game, and uh, that's a really interesting one right there. I, I know which way I'm leaning. I'm going to put a little more thought into it. Stephen, do you know which way you're leaning on that, or are you kind of betwixt and between on that pick? Because I've got a little more respect for the Jayhawks than most. Because I, 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 I respect Les Miles. I respect Les Miles too, Matt. I just feel like this team again is so undermanned. I have a feeling with with where I'm leaning. Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll do that later in the program. Mac Rhodes, director of uh, athletics for the Baylor Bears, joins us next. There's a reason customers drive from all over Texas to buy a Ram pickup truck from Cameron Autoplex, where they say it's always cheaper in Cameron. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Looking good for high school football tonight. Kickoff temperatures right around 78 degrees with mostly clear skies. And we'll keep it mostly clear overnight with low temperatures falling to 64. And tomorrow could start off with a few clouds in the morning. Otherwise, partly to mostly sunny skies and should be a warmer day with a high of 89. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5.30 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. The Real Texas Gun Show, Saturday, October 3rd and Sunday, October 4th at the Harker Heights Event Center off Edwards Drive. The Real Texas Gun Show, buy, sell, and trade firearms. The vendors are some of the most reputable in the state of Texas. The Real Texas Gun Show, more than just guns, you'll also find preppers, survivalist supplies and equipment, hunting gear, fishing gear, camping supplies, and so much more. Head on down to The Real Texas Gun Show, October 3rd, 9 to 5, and October 4th, 10 to 4 at the Harker Heights Event Center. Social distancing and mask required. At Marineland Boating Center, we believe in families, fishing, and everyone who enjoys being on the water. That's why Marineland is home to Alumacraft, boats designed and built by generations of fishing enthusiasts for fishing enthusiasts. For over 70 years, Alumacraft has been providing durability and innovation. Whether it's time for water sports or the perfect catch, we've got an Alumacraft model to fit your style and budget. Marineland Boating Center, I-35 at Loop 340 South, or visit MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. Experience the homemade food and unique atmosphere that everyone is talking about at Fox's Treats and Eats. This 1950s-style diner serves one-of-a-kind sandwiches on their homemade bread, salads, soups, pies, cakes, and cookies, all made fresh daily. Enjoy Fox's Treats and Eats malts, shakes, floats, and sundaes while enjoying music from the 50s. 
Fox's Treats and Eats, adjacent to the Cedar Chest Antique Mall, Highway 84 near McGregor. My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. My training helps me at work when I lead by example. The Army National Guard has taught me the value of showing respect to those I come in contact with each day. My service also allows me to be there for my community in ways others can't. I help my hometown recover after nature strikes. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my country and those I care about safe from threats. I also work with a network of professionals that help me succeed and accomplish the mission. Plus, the Army National Guard education benefits make getting a higher education a reality. Being an Army National Guard soldier makes living and serving in my community more rewarding every day. Learn how you too can live and serve part-time close to home by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Texas Army National Guard. Aired by the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station. Did you know that one out of every four men have systematic low levels of testosterone and don't even know it? If you think you're too young to worry about it, guess again. Low T levels can make you feel tired and grumpy, cause weight gain, wreak havoc on your sexual desire and performance. Petty Clinic Low T can set up same day blood screening and results. So if you're tired of being tired, I challenge you to man up. It's a private clinic with an atmosphere catering to men. Affordable too. Only $150 a month. Includes lab work, office consultation, testosterone injections, and follow-up visits. Compared to $395 a month in Dallas and Austin, and you don't even have to fight the traffic. Petty Clinic Low T is board-certified physician consultations will provide you with the best form of brand strength testosterone available. So listen up. If you're looking for increased energy and strength, improvement in sexual desire and performance, elevated moods, focus, and concentration, contact Petty Low T today. Just off Highway 84 at Old Hewitt Drive, in Woodway, Petty Clinic Low T, PettyClinicLowT.com, or Google search Low T Waco. When it comes to automotive collision repair, there is a difference in a business certified by the major auto manufacturers and one that's not. Beebrick Collision Care Center is a certified repair shop by Chrysler. Ford, General Motors, Hyundai, Kia, Nissan, and Subaru. Their list of services include collision repair and refinishing, structural repair and frame straightening, paintless dent repair, and full automotive detailing. Family owned since 1962, Beebrick Collision Care Center, 1515 LaSalle Avenue in Waco. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Garrett Ross with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com. 5A and 6A programs were finally able to start the season last night, and one local program who got a victory was Colleen Shoemaker. Gray Wolves head coach Toby Foreman joined Game Time to talk about their 61-35 win over San Angelo Central. It's crazy because we've had injuries on the offensive side of the ball. We were actually met four starters going in that game, and so that's in three of them on the O-line. So it was I was really concerned because we had to start two sophomore O-line, and I thought they really, really did a great job. Um, but overall, you know, it, it was the first game in, uh, of the year we we have a lot of experience, but, um, you know, with, with everything that's happened, the time off was very, very restricted in the summer. And so for both teams, I thought overall the game was kind of sloppy. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show presented by Central National Bank. Here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley, Stephen Simcox, 
pleased to be joined right now, Mac Rhodes, on a busy Friday, uh, on a busy Friday afternoon. But, uh, Mac, uh, as we get started here, I understand um, I, I have been tipped off that uh, you have a, a birthday in the family today. Would you like to, would you like to wish someone uh, close to you a happy birthday? Yes, to my uh, to my beautiful wife Amy. Happy birthday! So, I will uh, I'll try to be home soon. Uh, hopefully, Matt Mosley doesn't keep me on the radio for too long. Do you is that a dream of hers to to be mentioned uh, and and receive happy birthday wishes on the Matt Mosley show? Is that one of those bucket list things in life? Probably not. I I, I well I will probably get scolded when I get home. So, but. <laughs> I'm used to that. So, <laughs> well, I hope y'all do something uh, really nice tonight. And uh, Amy, we uh, wish you a happy birthday. And it's uh, it's very exciting times. Uh, it looks like now, Matt. Can you can you make it official? I saw social media. It seemed like that picture of the stadium. It was almost like confirmation. This is actually happening. Um, I know there was uh, the rapid test occur on uh, on Friday. Or as as far as you know are we uh, are we all clear to have a ball game versus uh, Kansas at least on the Baylor side of things we are all clear so we know uh, no positives from the Wednesday test and, and no positives from uh, from today's test and uh, I know the same about Kansas so uh, both uh, attestation forms have been uh, have been signed by, by each athletic director and each medical director from both schools and um, we're going to play ball tomorrow so looking <laughs> looking forward to it it's going to be uh it's really going to be something is it uh is it almost feel surreal after kind of all you guys have been through and everybody's been through to to know uh and, and i guess it's, it's a great feeling because it sort of uh confirms you know all the things that y'all been doing right and by the way dr burks from the white house showed up on campus. I would say, Mac, that was a nice uh, that was a that was a nice confirmation that the whole Baylor campus as well as athletics is doing things in the right way. What was that uh, what was that conversation like with uh, Dr. Deborah Burks, the or Ambassador Burks from the White House Coronavirus Response Team? Well, it was it was great to have uh, Ambassador Burks on on uh, on campus and um you know, uh, the president's council had an opportunity to meet with her, which was terrific. And then, uh, then she also sat and met with some of our athletic department staff and four of our student athletes. And, uh, I thought uh, I couldn't, couldn't join that meeting, but, uh, heard that it was, was terrific. And, uh, you know, I think it was great for, for her to, to listen, um, to, to our student athletes and, and also to just general students. And I know they got into conversations about, you know, the 14 day quarantine and, you know, how tough that is to, you know, if, if you are quarantined and, um, how, how, uh, how, uh, just, you know, um, difficult it is to, to just deal with 14 days, almost, almost in, in isolation, et cetera. But, uh, she was, she was terrific and, uh, grateful that she, she chose to, to come to our campus and, uh, you know, learned a lot from from her, and uh, and I think that uh, she would she would tell you that uh, it was uh, it was great to to see you know everything that uh, that the Baylor campus 
is is doing and and um and I would I I think she would tell you that she applauds, you know, everything that we're doing as a as a, you know, campus and as a as an athletic department. Matt Rose Baylor, director of athletics, joining the Matt Mosley show with Stephen Simcox. Matt, can you tell us what your personal or what your expectations are? First game, Aranda era. They've been through all these hurdles, and y'all have all gone through, jumped through all these hoops. Here it is. You go out and play your first conference game. Are you, are you just trying not to have expectations? I mean, y'all are coming off a great season. Uh, you almost won the Big 12 championship game and almost made the, the playoffs. Well, how do you I, – I asked you this several months ago, but now that we're actually here, what, where are your expectations, not only for this game but for the season? Yeah, I mean, Matt, that is such a – it is such a great question. And um, I feel like we're, we're one of the, the great unknowns in the, in the country um, <laughs> because – you know, because one, obviously, you know, we're we're now you know three weeks in, and we hadn't played a game yet, and uh, you know, we we didn't get a spring practice under our belt, not even not even one practice, and you know, brand new head coach, new scheme on on each side of the ball, right? You have two new coordinators, um, you know, you've you've got some some returning talent. Um, we we've got some guys that are going to be in the the lineup tomorrow that literally. You know, will have practiced maybe two days, um, and so there's just there's just a lot lot unknown. Um, you know, I think we'll be a, a you know in terms of expectations, I think we'll be a really well disciplined team. Um, I think we'll be a, a very well coached team. Um, you know, it um, I'm, I'm going to be you know just interested to see just how well we we execute. You know. Uh, tomorrow again, first time against, you know, against an opponent, um, you know, how explosive can we, can we be on the offensive side of the ball? Obviously there's, there's high expectations with, with, uh, with Charlie returning at, at quarterback. And, you know, I think we've got some really, really good skilled players, both at the wide receiver and, and running back. And, you know, we're, we're kind of patchwork right now at the at the offensive line so you know can they come together tomorrow um so again and then you you think about you know the defensive side of the ball and all of the starters we we lost and you know um it, it uh in in and how you know with the new scheme and, and all the new players you know on that side how will they react and 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 play and you know Obviously, Coach Aranda, Coach Coach Robertson, great defensive minds. Um, so I know we'll be we'll be well coached um, on that side of the ball, and uh, and I know our scheme will be will be sound. It's just a it's a lot of new players, you know, playing, starting for the for the first time, first game. So I'm excited about it. Um, I'm really really happy for our for our. Uh, for our kids that that's probably going to be the emotional piece for mm-hmm. for for all of us is just to see their smiles on their faces to see um just you know how good they're going to feel about just just being able to play because um, they they've been through a lot and uh, and so so of our coaches so of our staff but uh i'm i'm fired up just just for our for our uh for our student athletes what will you say um to uh, Dave Aranda 
before his uh, before his first game. You have to be kind of excited to see. Okay, you never totally know until they're out there. How's he going to function in this environment? Uh, you obviously think the world of him, or you wouldn't have hired him. What will what will be your uh, your words to him? Words of wisdom, perhaps, or have you already said them? Uh, and uh, and and what are you? What are your emotions about seeing the uh, Dave Aranda era begin? Yeah, I mean, you just you, you root, um, you cheer on, uh, you pray for just good people, and uh, and and Dave Aranda is as good a person that there is in this in this profession. And um, you know, my my advice would be just continue to be who you are, uh, continue to do the do the things that, that made you the best defensive coordinator in the country, right? Not not just because of X's and O's and scheme and, and player development, but also because of the way you treated people, uh, your relationships with, with student-athletes. And, um, and it's, you know, he's, he's done exactly those those things, right, as, as a head coach. And so um, just continue to be him. And, you know, he's, he's so – He's so humble. I've seen him grow just in the short time, you know, since since the the beginning of of January or mid January to now. Um, and it's because he he's humble. It's because he he asks questions. He listens. Um, and uh, you know, I'm just I'm excited. I'm excited for him to to uh, to get his his head coaching career underway. And and um, and I know that. Uh, you know, uh, up to this point in time, he's done a great job, and, and I certainly expect him to, to continue to do that. Mac, will you stroll through the uh, press box at some point, or are you going to try to social distance from the media? I know uh, I know you miss us terribly. Is there Would there be an opportunity to, to possibly see you in person at this, uh, at this sacred event uh, tomorrow night? I will make it a point to come by and, uh, and say hello to the media. I love the media. Um, you all are, are, and I mean it, you guys are a huge part of what we do in our, in our profession. And, uh, and hopefully we, uh, our staff and myself uh, included do, do a, a really good job of, of treating you all respectfully. So um, I will look forward to seeing you and others tomorrow. Yeah, some people would say you treat me too well, uh, but uh, I, uh, I, I, I very much appreciate you. Now, uh, do you feel uh, somewhat vindicated that now the Big 12, they're going to play seven games. You remember Big 10, uh, Pac-12, obviously they thought everybody's going to kind of follow their decision, and now they have both decided, yeah, I think we would like to play some football this year. And, oh, by the way, we'd like to be in the college football playoff, even though we're playing seven games for the Pac-12. In some ways, Mac, does that uh, feel like vindication uh, in, in some sense? I don't know if that's the right word, but, hey, we, were, we, we certainly made the decision we felt was right. We put a ton of thought into it. And looky here, now everybody wants to play. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, I uh, it, it's it's easy to you know cast stones and, um, and and I would just say this right they made the the best decision for for them and and for their institutions and you know and I respect that and uh, you know and and you know I say that both to the Pac-12 and and to the Big Ten and uh, when they made the decisions to you know to to not play um, at least in the fall and. And, and look forward to the spring, you know, um, they're all really smart people in both of those leagues, people that I have great respect for. 
they they made you know the best decision that that they could at that time for them and uh you know that that has now changed and um i think it's great for college football welcome welcome on back and um you know um i i uh, i wish them the best in terms of their their you know schedule their their season um you know i'm i'm glad we the big 12 um, managed it the way way we did you know we we didn't feel like we needed to make that decision at that time and um and we've you know been able to manage it and continue to listen to uh to the voices of our of our medical directors and 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 uh and follow science and um you know it's um I think it's just great for college football now that, that, that all of us, you know, the Mid-American Conference now joined in today, and so now you've got all 10, 10 you know, right, ready to play football. And, um, and I think that's, that's great for, uh, for college football. It's great for, for, our, for our student athletes, and it's great for the fans. Yeah, Mac Rose joining us from Matt Mosley's show. Big 12 had a, a lot to do with, with all this happening because you kind of stood your ground and, and you made a decision that wasn't popular for everybody, but now uh, you kind of look like trailblazers in a lot of ways. This contact tracing, are you expecting, uh, could this be revisited? Is, it, is there nothing that can be done? I mean, that's a tough, tough thing when you've got a 14-day quarantine period uh, for a player who might be completely healthy and you have rapid testing capability to find out whether they're positive or negative. It seems uh, draconian is a word that comes to mind. Um, is, there, is there any movement on that front? Uh, Mac, you said the other day that there's a lot of discussion. Do you think anything could change on that front? Yeah, you know, I think it, I think it can, uh, can change. Um, um, I, I don't want to use the word probably change because you know I think there's there's certainly a lot of a lot of factors um, a lot of influencers um, as to whether it, it it will change you know I would suspect for football um, if if we were to see any change I, I certainly wouldn't wouldn't expect it until until the 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 end the latter part of the the, the season you know. Um, Certainly could be important for uh, for basketball and for for spring sports, but um, you know I think it's something that you know again we need to continue to, to discuss and follow and and you know and obviously you know our, our doctors the medical professionals um, you know take the lead on it, but um, it's it's a it's you know it's hard it's hard to you know when you when you talk to you know. Uh, just a, a student, right? A general student or a student athlete. It's hard to be in quarantine for for 14 days and 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 not, you know, be able to be part of of normal life and and, and hang out with people. Um, so it's it's difficult. So you know, I think we're all hoping we we can change. And you know, as the availability of the of the rapid test, the daily test, um, you know, as as we can secure that, and you know, I. I I'm hoping and, and thinking we can certainly do that here in the next four to four to eight weeks. Right. Then, then I think there's this, this real opportunity where, um, you know, we're, we're not having to, to put close contacts into, uh, into self quarantine for 14 days. Okay. That sounds very logical. Last thing I had for you, you and I had that great idea about playing Gonzaga 
during the Jimmy V Classic. I mean, I'm going to ahead and put myself in that. Uh, we talked it about it last all time. Your you, idea. Yeah. Well, thank you. Idea. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. The uh, uh, and then you, you know, obviously that uh, I think Rutgers is involved in that uh, classic, and it's going to happen in the bubble. That's already been reported. Any news on that front that you can uh, can you shed any light on that when that Gonzaga game might happen? Because obviously. Those te- Baylor and Gonzaga are one, two in the country, whichever way you put it right now. So I think there's a, I think there's huge interest in that matchup. Yeah, it, it would be, and, and uh, it would be a spectacular matchup. And uh, unfortunately, I don't have any any news. I've I've been my life has been centered this week on on trying to play on trying to play football. But uh, I'm excited for for basketballs to start on the on the 25th of November and. Uh, you know, again, we, we've got, um, we're blessed. We've got two great, great programs, two great head coaches. Um, you know, certainly look forward to watching both play non-conference and conference and, uh, and hopefully compete for a national championship. Well, it's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun and uh, look forward to seeing you tomorrow night. It's finally here. Y'all have done an incredible job. I know there's been a lot of hurdles, but, uh, you know, all clear sign has been given and uh, it's, uh, it's, it's really exciting. Mac, thanks for doing this, and uh, go have a fun birthday celebration. Will do. Thank you, Matt, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll see you tomorrow. And uh, shout-out to, to Baylor Nation. Appreciate all your support. Um, we'll have, a, although only 25% capacity, sold-out crowd, and, and uh, we'll look forward to seeing everybody tomorrow night. Thank you, Mac. What sport coat do you have? Do you have the sport coat picked out for tomorrow night? We're, we're going to go with the uh, with the uh, pullover windbreaker for tomorrow night. So, oh, is that right? Okay, okay. Yeah, I've just yeah, become yeah, accustomed no sport to some... coat. So, oh man, right. those are all right. I'll talk to you. There he goes, Mac Rhodes, Baylor director of athletics, uh, joining us on the Matt Mosley show. Stephen, was he ready to? You think he was ready to move on there at the end? I, I, I mean, I'm, I admire the, uh, I admire the uh, sport coat look that he has, uh, but he's going with the. Uh, He's going with kind of a Curtis Quillen look. Going to go with the uh, the pullover tomorrow. Stephen, why don't you go with a pullover for tomorrow's game as well? I probably shorts and a t-shirt. I'll be in the studio, Matt. So no reason to <laughs> dress up. No, no reason. No, I, I just want you to kind of get in the get in the mood a little bit. And uh, that was uh, that was nice uh, for Mac to uh, to come on. Lots to cover there. And uh, Stephen, let's go out to. Uh, let's go out to Midway and check in with uh, Tom Barfield and see what he's up to. We'll do that in uh, just a moment. This high school football coaches show with China Spring coach Brian Bell brought to you by Benchmark Mortgage, Kristen Clements, Camille Johnson Real Estate, and Triple S Sports. Coach, I know you can't get necessarily into specifics of names and that kind of thing, but does your team feel pretty good? Do you have enough numbers you feel like to – to play comfortably on Friday night? Uh, yes, sir. So, uh, unfortunate week this past week, uh, just having some kids not being as healthy and uh, with some quarantine situations. But um, our administration's done a great job. Our, our school leadership's done a great job. And uh, just following CDC guidelines and trying to do what's best for kids. And um, we're looking forward to this week's game and uh, with the guys that we have to play. You get Mejia, and I know they've changed their offense up, uh, running that slot to you. What's What's the key to slowing the, the slot P down? You know, just trying to be consistent as possible. Um, they're, they're dangerous because uh, not only are they running the slot T and 
uh, the misdirection that comes with that, but they have a lot of good athletes that, that can get the ball to, and so um, that are dangerous in space. And uh, just trying to rally the football as well as possible um, and uh, just just be as consistent every single down and, and not taking any plays off because that's when bad things happen. So uh, just trying to trying to contain their speed. Is uh, I, I know first down is always important, but particularly with a team that necessarily doesn't want to be in, in third and long a lot, how, how big is it for your defense to – to try to you know limit those those that yardage on first and second down. Uh, no, yeah, without question. So just uh, coming out and trying to make a statement on that first down is going to be big. Um, and uh, they're they're dangerous with throwing the ball too. Uh, usually, slot key teams aren't throw, being able to throw the ball very well because they don't work on it, I guess. Um, but actually, they they throw the ball pretty pretty decent. So their quarterback's got a really big arm and they can throw the deep ball. So uh, sometimes it's dangerous when they get in those third and long scenarios because uh, then they're going to take some deep shots. But um, yeah, so just try to be consistent on the first, second downs, and then uh, just try to get off the field on third. It'll, it'll be big for our defense. ESPN Central Texas. Triple S Sports is your one-stop shop for all baseball and softball gear. They have the latest bats, gloves, balls, and equipment from the names you know and trust. Rawlings, Louisville Slugger, DeMarini, Wilson, Easton, Mizuno, Under Armour, and New Balance. Play ball! Triple S Sports can also take care of your team uniform needs with their large selection of the latest sublimated apparel and custom caps. Ask about team, league, and school special discounts. Stop by their warehouse in Waco or visit them at triplesports.com. You're out! Kristen Clements, a realtor with Camille Johnson Real Estate, has been working in the real estate profession since 2013. Kristen specializes in the greater Waco and surrounding areas. Born and raised in Waco, Kristen is a graduate of Baylor University, and she and her husband and three children currently reside in China Spring. If you're looking to relocate and need a hardworking agent to work on your behalf, call Kristen Clements today, 717-3020, or check her out at CamilleJohnson.com. When shopping for a home mortgage, Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas, is ready to bring you home. Offering conventional VA, FHA, and USDA loan products for purchase and refinance transactions. Our team is committed to providing a first-class experience and united by the Benchmark core values. Success, relationship, dynamic, excellence, and positive attitude. We provide certainty in uncertain times. Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Adam Goldenberg. And MLS number 746474. With 20 years experience, visit adamgoldenberg.benchmark.us. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Garrett Ross with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com. 5A and 6A programs were finally able to start the season last night, and one local program who got a victory was Colleen Shoemaker. Gray Wolves head coach Toby Foreman joined Game Time to talk about their 61-35 win over San Angelo Central. It's crazy because we've had injuries on the offense side of the ball. We were actually met four starters going in that game, and so that's in three of them on the O-line. So it was I was really concerned because we had to start two sophomore O-linemen, and I thought they really, really did a great job. Um, but overall, you know, it's, it was the first game in, uh, of the year. We do have a lot of experience, but, um, you know, with, with everything that's happened, the time off was very, very restricted in the summer. And so for both teams, I thought overall the game was kind of sloppy. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Show with Stephen Simcox. 
as we roll along here. And uh, we are uh, proud right now to go out to the home of Midway Football. And uh, joining us out there from his perch as he gets ready to call this one tonight, it would be none other then Tom Barfield, his crew, is assembled. And, uh, Stephen, I know you've been excited about this Friday nights or, or one of your favorite nights of uh, the season. You got scoreboard show at 11 o'clock. Uh, but, uh, Tom, how uh, it's a gorgeous night. Seems like it's going to be a, a beautiful night for football. How are things looking out there? And um, how's the field look? Are you uh, are the, are you are you pretty excited at this point? I know you've already you've been out there kind of warming up, calling some games, doing some TV. But man, to get to uh, to get to do midway football, this is uh, pretty exciting stuff. Yeah, I mean absolutely. And uh, good afternoon, by the way. It is a gorgeous day, and of course, this is a field turf surface, so we uh, we got it we got it ready to go. We got the big. Uh, block M in the middle of the uh, of the football field. Panthers in one end zone. Midway spelled out in the other end zone. Round Rock is coming to town. I can't imagine that there's anything better than uh, Texas schoolboy football. And again, you know we're in we're in week five for our class one A's through four A's, but it is week one for our five A's and six A programs. And you know I, I talk we talked to uh, to some guys this morning on the, on game time and. You know, Shoemaker got a win, and University got to play last night. So it's up and it's running, and we're in full swing. And to me, every time we do something like this, it's it's another step towards some normalcy. And that's the way I'm, you know, everybody has their own view of it, and this is my view. My view is, hey, when we got kids participating in activities, band, drill team, cheerleading, football, we've got another step towards some normalcy. Yeah, I think that is. Uh, I think that's well stated. And uh, you and uh, uh, you and Stephen are going to do even more on uh, all the high school games and everything. But I just wanted to get a feel for you, Tom. What do you the uh, this Midway team? We had Brad Shelton on earlier, and uh, he was talking about you know his expectations for the season. In fact, we were just talking to Mac Rhodes. He was talking about his expe- expectations for Dave Aranda. I think it's really hard to tell. Um, Midway has had huge expectations in the past because of their success. Now going into what you could call and probably is the toughest district in the state, Tom, can you give us a, a feeling? What, what feeling are you getting from, from Midway players, coaches, everybody, about what their expectations are for this year? Do they change any when you've gone through a pandemic, when you've jumped through all these hurdles? When you have to play uh, some of the toughest teams in Texas, where do you think their expectations are for this season? Well, I think they, I think they have the same expectations every year. I think it's about winning football games. You know, they they made a, a, a excellent run again last year, and wherever Jeff Hume goes, he seems to put together a, a winning program. And again, now there, there's some there's some there's there's some realization of what's going on within the program. I mean, you got a brand new secondary that will uh, that will be playing tonight uh, with B.J. Pitts and Peyton Parnell and Anthony Rodriguez and Christian Mills, all four brand-new starters in the secondary. And uh, Jeff Hume will talk about that later on tonight on our pregame show. But And you also, uh, oh, let's see, there's Duncanville, there's DeSoto, there's Cedar Hill. It's a fairly decent district, uh, <laughs> Matt. So, yeah, I mean, you, you I, I think really 
if you get in the tournament, then you got to feel pretty good about your opportunities. But you, you know, you got to fight like crazy just to get in to the district, in, into the into the tournament, and into postseason play. And oh, oh by the way, they're going to play a fairly decent non-district schedule. Don't forget, next week Austin Westlake is coming to town. So, it, it you know, hey, it's big boy football out here, and that's that's the fun part about Midway Panther football. It's Matt Mosley's show, uh, and uh, Stephen Simcox alongside talking to Tom Barfield. Tom, give us a little flavor. A lot of people, uh, you know, the great thing about uh, you, you're from this area. You've been in this area pretty much your, you know, your entire career. You've got a great feel for it. Tell folks kind of about your crew, who'll be doing the games with you, and and kind of what they can expect from the uh, from the broadcast team. All right. Well, you know, we're going to start with Terry Tacker. He's going to be our statistician, and Terry uh, was a former uh, sports information director at Baylor University, and and he is terrific with with numbers. And uh, Darren Burrow will be on the sideline. Darren's a longtime high school football fan in Central Texas. His brother Steve Burrow is the former head coach at Conley, the former head coach at Grosbeck, the former head coach at Crockett, and currently the offensive coordinator for the uh, three-time state champion, Mark Panther. So there's a little football in his family. So uh, look forward to, to, to that. So uh, it, it should be a lot of fun. That's a good crew. And uh, especially and, and, oh, Tacker, way, I've seen uh, some well, of his numbers. I've yeah, seen the man's sharp. Man's got a good, you know, he, he, he puts that pencil to paper, good things happen. And so to have Tacker in the middle of that, he's got his all-star game cap, his favorite ball cap on. He's ready to go, and uh, and and Tom, we did have some uh, uh, some news to come out of our visit with uh, Mac Rhodes. I wanted you to weigh in on this a little bit, since we'll do in the pregame show together tomorrow out there at two thirty. It is all clear, and uh, we um, we kind of anticipated that and looked like it was headed that way, and then Mac uh, Rhodes confirming. Uh, to the Matt Mosley show and to ESPN Central Texas that uh, everything came back and that, in fact, he gave us even a little more uh, clarity, zero positive test on Wednesday and wow. then zero positive test on the uh, uh, on the rapid test. And, 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 Tom, while other teams are experiencing that, when you've had one fall apart at the last minute like it happened to Houston, this becomes – incredible news and it becomes uh, it's exciting and the good the other good news tom that we got from mac is that uh, kansas had zero positives as well so you know there are ways you can still play when you have positive tests but obviously it's great when you don't have any so uh tom i just wanted to deliver that bit of good news to you that we do have an all clear from mac Rhodes on tomorrow night's uh, kickoff between baylor and kansas at 6.30, and the uh, pregame show obviously starting at 2.30 with you and Q and uh, yours truly. That's going to be fun. Yeah, I, I, I cannot wait. And, and, you know, that is such great news for not only Baylor University and, and, and the Big 12, but it's great news for this community. Uh, Baylor football and, and what goes on with Baylor football, and I know that we're going to have limited fans in the stands, but still, Matt, as you know, uh, when fans come to town, it's good. It's it's just a good thing for the entire community. And so we'll have we'll have twenty five percent or so out at the stadium, and and uh, look forward to that. And, and again, you're right. We'll 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 start our our uh, our tailgate programming around two thirty tomorrow afternoon. Lead into the uh, network program pregame at four thirty, 
And then, of course, John, J.J., and Ricky with the call at 6.30. And I also wanted to mention, I, I just I, I failed to do it, but uh, Coach Kenneth Weathorn is going to be uh, on the broadcast as well. And I look forward to, uh, to working with Coach. And he's, boy, he's been out here a long time, and he knows this program inside and out. When we were meeting with Coach Hume on Tuesday, he was firing questions left and right, talking about personnel. So he's going he's gonna to be a great asset to our broadcast on Panther football uh, tonight and every Friday night throughout the uh, – the 2020 season yeah that was a name brad shelton mentioned and uh he had a lot of excitement about that as well it's going to be a great crew and uh and then you can listen tonight tom remind everybody what time everything gets going tonight and what time they can uh, start listening to the broadcast Sure, we're we're on the air at uh, at seven o'clock with our pregame show, and that will include the Jeff Hume pregame, and we'll do that at seven. Kickoff at seven thirty. Now, a couple of things to keep in mind about tonight's uh, game is it will be, it, they're gonna I think they're gonna play ten minute quarters instead of twelve, and mm-hmm. uh, they're gonna shorten halftime, and there's they're gonna punt but there won't be any return of the punt, and they're going to kick off, but there won't be any return of the kickoff. So just a couple of tweaks to uh, to to turn the – it's really more of an exhibition game. I know we've called it a scrimmage, and I guess by UIL rule it is considered a scrimmage, but this is going to be more of a of an exhibition game. This is, this is a dress rehearsal, if you will, getting ready for next week, and that's why we're going to go ahead and broadcast the game. All right, um, Tom, my plan is if Midway plays pretty well – I am going to count it as an official win, okay? <laughs> that, that is my plan. I don't know if anybody will honor that. Uh, UIL may not care about my approach to this, but I will. If Midway plays pretty well this evening, I fully expect them to do so. We will count it as a win. Tom, I appreciate you uh, uh, coming on. You're going to join Stephen here at 520, and you are going to get us caught up on some of the other high school action uh, around the state, but uh, always fun, and it's just great to have you out there at the stadium right there on site uh, getting ready for some uh, high school football. It's very exciting times. Appreciate you being on with us. All right, buddy. Appreciate it. We'll talk to uh, Stephen around 520. All right, there it goes. Tom Barfield out there in uh, in Midway at Midway High School and uh, that beautiful field they have. He's up there right now just kind of just kind of looking over it all and getting right. Boy, uh, Coach Weathorn, that's a good crew they put together and uh, anxious to hear them. That's going to be a lot of fun this season. Okay, it is time to do our NFL predictions. We'll pick the games against the line, give you all the latest injury news on the Cowboys. We'll do it next. There are times when you need a good doctor. And there are times when you need a good lawyer. But sometimes what you need more than anything else is a really good mechanic. Hi, I'm Jesse. Meet Jesse Britt, head man at Jesse Britt Automotive in Waco. He's not only a great mechanic, but he's also a really nice guy who'll tell you the honest truth about what's wrong with your car, what it's going to cost you to fix it, and how long it's going to take. Let's take a look. Any make, any model, Jesse Britt Automotive is your one-stop shop for automotive service. Air conditioning, transmission, brakes, tune-ups and tires, but alignments are their specialty, including 24 and 28-inch wheel alignments. Ask about Jesse Britt's famous 4499 wheel alignment special. Just 4499 for any wheel up to 22 inches. Jesse Britt Automotive, 828 North Valley Mills Drive. Let Jesse get you back on the road. You're good to go. 
Hey, it's Matt Mosley, Matt Mosley Show, Stephen Simcox. Dr. Tyler Cooper, Dallas's own Cooper Clinic, says your health is your responsibility. Control what you can control to live a better life. One thing everyone can control is what we put in our bodies. Most of us don't get the proper amounts of vitamins, minerals we need from food alone. Supplements help round out our diet to ensure our bodies get what they need for better health. Whether it's comprehensive multivitamin, like Basic One Multivitamin, Advanced Omega-3 for heart and brain health, or melatonin to help you sleep better, Cooper Complete Nutrition supplements has what your body needs cooper complete has a special offer just for listeners of the matt mosley show buy any two bottles of cooper complete vitamins or supplements and get one bottle free just use coopercomplete.com the coupon code espn 2020 that's three bottles of cooper complete vitamins and supplements for the price of two when you use the coupon code espn 2020 at coopercomplete.com live longer live better with cooper complete nutritional supplements it's a September buyback event going on at Greg May Honda. Right now, used cars are in high demand. Used cars at auction are at an all-time high. At Greg May, they'd like to cut out the middleman. They need your good trade, pay for or not. You'll get above fair market value, and they'll pay off your trade no matter what you owe. And you can drive a new 20 Honda Civic 4-door LX for just $179 per month for 36 months. Save thousands with 0.9% APR. Remember, they'll buy your car, even if you don't buy from them at Greg May Honda. Go to gregmayhonda.com for complete details. The Real Texas Gun Show, Saturday, October 3rd and Sunday, October 4th at the Harker Heights Event Center off Edwards Drive. The Real Texas Gun Show, buy, sell, and trade firearms. The vendors are some of the most reputable in the state of Texas. The Real Texas Gun Show, more than just guns, you'll also find preppers, survivalist supplies and equipment, hunting gear, fishing gear, camping supplies, and so much more. Head on down to the Real Texas Gun Show, October 3rd, 9 to 5, and October 4th, 10 to 4 at the Harker Heights Event Center. Social distancing and mask required. At Marineland Boating Center, we believe in families, fishing, and everyone who enjoys being on the water. That's why Marineland is home to Alumacraft, boats designed and built by generations of fishing enthusiasts for fishing enthusiasts. For over 70 years, Alumacraft has been providing durability and innovation. Whether it's time for water sports or the perfect catch, we've got an Alumacraft model to fit your style and budget. Marineland Boating Center, I-35 at Loop 340 South, or visit MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. It's Midway Panthers football presented by Bird College and Ford on ESPN Central Texas. Join Kenneth Weathorn, Darren Burrow, and me, Tom Barfield, for all the exciting play-by-play action of Midway Panthers football. The Panthers will open with a scrimmage exhibition game Friday night. Our pregame show begins at 7. We'll have the kickoff and all the play-by-play action at 7.30. It's Midway Panthers football presented by Bird College and Ford all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. KRZI Waco, K222D. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. K265DV Temple. This is ESPN Central Texas. The 5 o'clock hour of the Matt Mosley Show is brought to you by Coriel Health Medical Clinic. Coriel Health, where you always feel at home. Ah, yes. It is time. NFL. News and Nuggets. We like to pick these games. Every every Friday at this time, headed in the weekend. Stephen, there's some uh, consternation 
among uh, media members of the Cowboys. There was a column written today like this could be Dak's moment. What if he could beat Russell Wilson? This could really make a statement. Well, some people were very upset by this, Stephen. Well, he's beaten Wentz. He's beaten this guy. He's beaten golf. I mean, who do you want him to beat? You know, they really they really got uh, worked up. I, You know, it's funny. I don't understand. He plays quarterback for the Cowboys. Romo played quarterback for the Cowboys. I mean, there's going to be um, even the great stallback, I'm sure, early in his career, there was negativity at times. Danny White hurt it, even though he won a ton of games. He was no stallback. Aikman hurt it earlier in his time. I don't, I don't understand, like, Stephen, why there's this, like, innate need from journalists or people on Twitter to, like, go to bat for Dak. He plays quarterback for the Cowboys. He's making $31.4 million. Like, he's okay. It's okay. Like, I, to me, it's almost like a straw man type argument. It's like... It, it just it's a go-to for some people. Uh, why? How dare you disrespect Dak? Why do people get let themselves get drawn offside, Stephen? He's a good quarterback. Is he great? Is he elite? I don't know. You got to win something. You got to get to an NFC title game, probably before you can be considered truly elite. But man, I mean, it, it's um, this a it, it's sort of a polarizing quarterback. Even though Stephen. He does not have a polarizing personality. It's the same thing for Romo. He's very polarizing. Now, he's not as Romo had some very, very up-and-down moments. He seems to have a little more consistency to him. I don't think he's probably as good a quarterback as Romo yet. People say, oh, you're crazy, Mosley. I, again, I've had ups and downs with Romo myself, but I, I, don't, uh, I don't think he's there yet. Like peak Romo and peak Dak, he's not there. He's not to where Romo is. Does that make me, oh, he's a Dak hater. I just don't understand this need, Stephen, to constantly, like, defend the man. Or, like, why would you care? Like, he's a good quarterback. Like, why why do people, like, just wake up in the morning wanting to get in fights about quarterbacks? I, I'm not sure I get that. Or maybe, maybe that's basically what talk radio is. <laughs> Yeah, I was about For to say, I mean, do you understand the business that we're, that we're in? Yeah, that? yeah. Um, no, I, yeah, I don't really get it either. He, he beat Russell Wilson in the playoffs. Um, so I think he's answered some of those questions, but I don't really see the need to, to put the cape on for him. That is an interesting point about Romo, though. You know, you know the thing about Romo for years was, is he is he the thing that's like, you know, putting this Cowboys team together with like bubblegum and scotch tape? Or is he... Uh, there were people that thought that that thought they were just this terrible team that Romo sort of dragged to mediocrity. And then there was the other side that just thought he was the reason they could not ever get over the hump in big games. Um, so it was a weird sort of uh, kind of back and forth with, with him in, in that conversation. And I feel like we haven't really gotten to that point with Dak, but we are getting there. Like we're starting to get to the place where it's like, okay, yeah, he's a cool story. You know, fourth-round draft pick, sort of came out of nowhere, made things happen, but now it's all about can you take that next step to be elite or to get into that top tier um, where where you get the, the long-term contract and, and go to the next level of, uh, of quarterbacking. Yeah, that's what, it, that's what it kind of feels like. So, anyway, I just wanted to go – I wanted to sound off on that for a little bit. And, um, 
And then, Stephen, you had a story. Odell Beckham. Man, that's sad. This sad, this story makes me sad. It's like we need the old, like, sad clown music, clown horn or something, or like a uh, just something really sad. Because the way you phrase this, Stephen, if you're a Browns fan or an Odell Beckham Jr., I mean, think about it, Stephen. The man made probably one of the most iconic catches in the history of NFL football. Somebody would say, well, they lost that game, Matt. Well, I know. I know they did. I know they lost to the Cowboys. I know it. But that's one – I mean, that, that was one of those games I was there, Stephen, and, and that was the whole story. Even though the, I think the Cowboys won that game, I know they did. That was the entire story of that game. He made one of the greatest catches ever, and it was Brandon Carr. Too, I, I think, sadly, that's like going to be kind of his only legacy. It's not winning. It's not great play. It's not Julio Jones level, A.J. Green level, not even Amari Cooper level. He can't get it done. I don't think he's had like 100. And I don't know if, you know, I, I think the problem is we'll always say, well, he got Eli after Eli was past his prime, and now he's got Baker, and Baker's not that good. Now, Baker was an awesome college quarterback, but, Stephen, I'm, I think we could all agree. I mean, I have a hard time envisioning that Baker's going to be some kind of incredible NFL quarterback. I mean, I think we would have a better – I think we'd have a better feel about it at this point. Like, who kind of flops around and then gets great all of a sudden? Rodgers didn't. Rodgers got to sit on the bench for a while. But it's, it's extremely rare – for a quarterback to kind of flop around and not be very good, and then, like, let's say year three, get great. Mm-hmm. Dak was good immediately. Dak was good in 2016. He had a great year, his rookie season. So it, you would be hard-pressed to find a quarterback that just – now, eight, they went 1-15 in Aikman's rookie season. Um, that was just a horrific team around him. He got beat up badly. But there was still the thought that he had greatness in him. And then he became great, and he won three Super Bowls. So, I, I, yeah, I don't. You, you don't. See, I mean, you see guys kind of reinvent themselves or get in a good situation. Like you'll see things like Ryan Tannehill in Tennessee, where he, he finds a place where he can lean on that running game, the defense, and make some plays. Um, you, you've seen that with sort of bus driver quarterbacks like Trent Dilfer or Kerry Collins, but you, you don't see guys just the the flip of the switch. I mean, the closest I can think to that is maybe like somebody like Kirk Cousins, but. I mean, he, he showed some promise. He was just getting limited playing time until he became the full-time starter. Yeah, and and uh, maybe, maybe like, you know, this Josh Allen really seems to be pretty good, you know, and he's kind of he, – it seems like he has turned some kind of corner, but it's, uh, it's extremely rare. All right, Steven, let's, get, let's make some picks here. Um, Rams at Bills, all right? Uh, Bills, we're just talking about them. <clears throat> Bills favored by two. Man, this is interesting. Rams, uh, Rams certainly uh, look like they could do some things in that first game of the season. We know what happened the second week. I, I, this seems borderline. I don't know if this is disrespectful to the Rams or or actually thinking highly of the Bills. I'm sort of trained not to believe in the bills i would not want to bet this game i'll tell you which ones i would want to bet and i'll tell you which ones i'd stay away from i would stay away from this one but i would go ahead and take the rams i just have 
a little more trust in them, and and I think they uh, I think they have some pretty good things going on offense. Uh, give me the uh, Rams to cover. Give me the Rams to win outright. Ooh. Yeah, I like the Rams too, Matt. I, I just I think this uh, this defense for LA is really good, and the Buffalo defense is also fantastic. Uh, I, I just feel like Sean McVay finds creative ways to kind of get around that by moving the pocket and, and confusing teams with a lot of motion. So I think they score enough to, to win that game outright. All right, uh, Raiders at Patriots. Oh man, Cam Cam looks so good. I know uh, Derek Carr. Really looked good in that uh, in that game the other night. I mean, it, it's uh, both of these quarterbacks come in pretty hot, pretty highly thought of right now. Although Carr comes and goes, man, you could you could be thinking great about him one week and think uh, less of him the next. And I think Q knows that all too well. Uh, Patriots favored by five and a half here. I I know this time of year people want to jump on the Raiders bandwagon. I can't do it. I can't do it. I think the Patriots get them on the bounce back. Thought they played pretty well in a losing effort last week. Let give me the uh, Patriots took to, to uh, cover the five and a half and uh, obviously win the ball game. I think the Pats win, but I do think the Raiders cover. I mean, New England's been impressive, but they also let Miami hang around for a while. I just feel like this is going to be a close game. I like the firepower the Raiders have on offense right now. Okay, uh, Packers at. Saints. Um, Saints. Saints uh, favored by three. Man, I, 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 I still think Vegas sometimes is is thinking about like what the what the uh, Superdome is like, which is a strange way to think about this. Rodgers has been on kind of a shock the nation tour. A great quarterback, but I think he's angry right now. And I think he's sending messages, but I do think they back up here and lose uh, at, at the Saints. And I think uh, Drew has a bounce back game. Give me the Saints. Uh, give me, give me the uh, Saints to to go ahead and cover and, and obviously win. I like the Packers to win this one. Uh, yeah, if it was normal home field advantage, I think that line would be a lot more intriguing. But to me, Saints have not looked good through the first two weeks of the season. Um, I, I think Green Bay wins this thing outright. All right, Chiefs at Ravens. Um, boy, not not often does a Super Bowl champion with the best quarterback in the game uh, do they get do they get three and a half points on the road, home road anywhere? Uh, I like, really like the road underdog Chiefs. Uh, I'm all over this one. I would get right up in this one. Chiefs did not like how they performed last week. I get it. It was not a great performance. Uh, Chiefs uh, Chiefs cover it, and they and they get the win outright. I like the Ravens here. I still think the Chiefs are the better team. I just feel like Ravens make an early season statement at home. They, they get the victory on Monday night. Yeah, but do they cover the three and a half? Yes, yes. I'm picking them to cover. Oh, okay. All right. That's the big. That's the big thing. Okay, Cowboys at the Seahawks. Okay, this is a weird one because even when the fans and the frenzy and the 12th man is going, and I hate calling it that because the Aggies are the 12th man. I don't like that. But um, I get it. They call them the 12th man. We'll go with it. They, uh, this is not a difficult place to play right now. That, ha- that should have nothing to do with it. 
Cowboys have played well at times in Seattle. The defense functions well there. The defense has actually had some pretty good performances against Russell Wilson. There is some thought because of how weak at times this secondary has looked that Russell Wilson will go crazy. Russell Wilson's not going to throw five touchdowns every week. Okay, it's just not going to happen. And I think this is the week that the Cowboys might solve some things defensively. I'm not picking the Cowboys to win, okay? Let's not get carried away. But with the Cowboys as five-point underdogs, I say if you want to bet the Cowboys game and you got like a friendly bookie, especially if you get one that give you six, I would take the Cowboys to cover. Now, don't get crazy and be out there picking the Cowboys to win and all that stuff. Don't, don't get carried away. And, I mean, there's nothing – we don't know enough about Mike McCarthy's team. We don't know in, in this in this COVID, this weird COVID era, there's too many unknowns. And um, how about that Baylor thing Mac told us about, Stephen? I, I kind of like that when Mac said one of the great, kind of one of the great unknown teams in the country or something. I, I kind of like the way he phrased that. That was good. And I think the Cowboys continue as popular and as polarizing as they are to be one of the great unknowns in the NFL, as strange as that seems. I think it's the case. I think we still have no clue where this team's going to be in a month or uh, month or month and a half. So I picked the Cowboys to cover, Seahawks to win. I just don't trust this defense against Russell Wilson. I feel like the Cowboys will be able to trade scores for a while, but eventually Seattle pulls away. I think they cover that spread, Matt. Okay, he's got the Seahawks covering the spread. All right, Stephen, this is going to be fun. You and um, you are going to go live out to Midway. Boy, one of the great stadiums, one of the great fan bases in the state of Texas, Midway Panther football. It is tonight. We're calling this an exhibition game. But they're going to play. They're going to get out there, and they're going to get it on. It's going to be, it's going to be mostly like a real game. It is Round Rock in town. Of course, Westlake uh, waiting waiting that's going to be that's going to be really fun that following week but you got to be ready for tonight and uh, Stephen will uh, reach out there and have a great visit with uh, Tom Barfield next nobody has a better selection of light and heavy duty Ram pickup trucks than Cameron Autoplex where they say it's always cheaper in Cameron this is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Michael LaPointe. Looking really good for high school football tonight. We're going to see clear skies and kickoff temperatures right around 78 degrees. Overnight with those clear skies, we're going to see temperatures fall to around 63 degrees. A really nice looking weekend too with mostly sunny skies on Saturday, 88 degrees and beautiful and warmer on Sunday under partly cloudy skies and a high of 90. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5.30 and 9 for your forecast first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. This high school football coaches show with Crawford coach Greg Jacobs brought to you by Benchmark Mortgage, Crawford Athletic Booster Club, MP Electric, Security Bank of Crawford, and TFNB, your bank for life. All right, Coach, y'all were able to get over the hump of Holland Friday. Was, was that a statement win for this team? You know, we've been working real hard, and uh, I think it culminated in a, in a obviously a big victory for us. Uh, our hard work has been paying off, uh, and I think, you know, you could say it would be a statement win from the fact that uh, 
we believe in ourselves and we're playing with a lot of confidence right now. So, yes. Special teams played a key role in, la in that victory last week. How much time do y'all typically spend working on special teams in practice? Well, you seem to never uh, spend enough time. <laughs> and uh, uh, we continue to work on that each and every day. But, uh, yeah, special teams is really vital, especially early in the year, because that can win or lose games for you. And so we stress it quite a bit during practice, yes. You host 0-4 Toller this week. How do you all avoid letting this be a trap game? Uh, I think the kids realize that, you know, going into district, the importance of each and every game based on the situations that are occurring now. And uh, so I think, uh, you know, they believe in themselves. They're playing with a lot of confidence, and I think they will uh, continue to do that. ESPN Central Texas. The Crawford Booster Club is a nonprofit organization that supports all pirate and lady pirate athletic teams. Through the sale of Crawford apparel and a spring fundraiser, they're able to purchase needed items and products that are typically not in the school athletic budget. The Crawford Booster Club is proud of all the high school and junior high athletic teams, including football and baseball, boys and girls basketball, tennis, cross country, track and field, and golf, and girls volleyball and softball. They encourage all Crawford residents to go to the games, both home and on the road, and let the coaches and student athletes hear your support. They do service right at MP Electric. Since 1996, MP Electric has serviced industrial, commercial, and residential accounts in the greater Central Texas area. MP Electric's trained and courteous electricians will solve your electrical problems quickly and professionally. Be one of the thousand satisfied customers in Central Texas. The next time you need an electrician, call Mark, Paul, Lisa, or John at 399-9895 or schedule your service call at mpelectric.net. Security Bank of Crawford offers the citizens of Bell, Bosque, Coriel, and McLennan counties competitive rates on a variety of commercial and consumer deposit accounts, plus certificates of deposits in ranges of 30 days to 5 years. And Security Bank of Crawford is also here for commercial, consumer, and real estate loans. So if you live in Bosqueville, China Spring, Clifton, Crawford, Evant, Oglesby, Prairie Chapel, or Valley Mills, do yourself a favor and check out the friendly employees at Security Bank of Crawford. Member FDIC and Equal House. Lender. When shopping for a home mortgage, Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas is ready to bring you home. Offering conventional VA, FHA, and USDA loan products for purchase and refinance transactions. Our team is committed to providing a first-class experience and united by the Benchmark core values. Success, relationship, dynamic, excellence, and positive attitude. We provide certainty in uncertain times. Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Adam Goldenberg. And MLS number 746474. With 20 years experience, visit adamgoldenberg.benchmark.com. Mark.us. Listen, in the past couple of years, we've had a lot of people moving in from out of state to Waco thanks to Chipper and JoJo. And while we welcome these new citizens, they unfortunately brought some of their bad habits with them. Hi, Jay here from Pickup Outfitters, and you know what I'm talking about. Naked trucks. You'd think everyone moved here from McNewtville, but we shouldn't judge them, we should help them. For example, when you see a recent transplant truck from a less civilized state like California, Instead of saying, your truck is disgusting, your bed is exposed, get a bed cover on that truck, buddy, that's a bit harsh. Instead, try something like, you know, in Texas, it's not polite to drive around with your bed exposed. Maybe you should check out the excellent selection of bed covers at Pickup Outfitters. And then if they refuse, you can say, well, I hear New Mexico's a nice state. Let's help our new neighbors and let them know that truck nudity is not okay. Let them know about Pickup Outfitters of Waco and send them to our website, createacommotion.com ESPN Radio Sports Center
I'm Garrett Ross with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com. 5A and 6A programs were finally able to start the season last night, and one local program who got a victory was Colleen Shoemaker. Gray Wolves head coach Toby Foreman joined game time to talk about their 61-35 win over San Angelo Central. It's crazy because we've had injuries on the offense side of the ball. We were actually met four starters going in that game, and so that's in three of them were on the O-line. So it was I was really concerned because we had to start two starters sophomore O-lineman. I thought they really, really did a great job. Um, but overall, you know, it's it was the first game of the year. We do have a lot of experience, but, um, you know, with, with everything that's happened, the time off was very, very restricted in the summer. And so for both teams, I thought overall the game was kind of sloppy. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show presented by Central National Bank. Here's Matt Mosley. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. Stephen Simcox here with you. About to be joined by Tom Barfield. He's out at Midway for the Panthers exhibition game tonight against Round Rock. 5A and 6A gets in action. They got in action last night. Um, And actually a game that's going on right now at Cowboys Stadium. Uh, Denton Ryan leads Arlington Martin 21 to nothing. As they're at the break, Arlington Martin's really having a tough time moving against Denton Ryan's defense. But we're excited about all the Syntex games tonight. And uh, one of those that's going to be on our airwaves, we're about uh, an hour and a half away from, from hopping on the air, is Midway Panther football. And Tom Barfield is live at Panther Stadium. Tom, you touched on this a little bit earlier, but can you just run down for folks, uh, you know, how this game will be a little bit different, being that it's an exhibition game? And what exactly Jeff Hume's kind of looking for tonight as, as they hit the field? Well, one of the things that uh, he told me initially is that he wants to see his team perform at a high level. Uh, that's why they're treating this one uh, very differently than they did last week's scrimmage game. Last week's scrimmage game, uh, Stephen, it, it was it, it was conducted basically like you would do any scrimmage game. You know, there was a designated number of plays for uh, the first team, designated number of plays for the backup unit, and then they, I think they played two live quarters with coaches on the field teaching and instructing. T- tonight, it, it's going to be totally different. Coaches will be in the box. Coaches will be on the sideline. They'll have their headsets. Uh, it will be treated just like a football game. We'll have kickoffs. We'll have punts. The only difference is we will not have punt return once the ball is caught uh, or down. That's, that's going to be the, the play, and then same thing on a kickoff. They'll kick off, but no return on the uh, on the kickoff. Uh, the score, the clock will run. They'll have a a clock, and you know they'll operate the clock just like they normally would. But they're not going to keep score. It, it, <laughs> I started laughing when Jeff said that. And I said, "Sure, they won't." I mean, the scoreboard <laughs> may not indicate the score, but yeah, somebody's going to keep the score. And, uh, and and so there you go. But uh, and they're going to play, I believe, ten minute quarters rather than twelve minute quarters. And uh, halftime, I think, is going to be limited to 10 or 12 minutes, not very long at all. Uh, and and then, you know, we'll get the second half going. So I would think that uh, we'll move pretty quickly, which will allow us, uh, if we got all of our technology put in place, and I think we do, Stephen, for us to maybe sneak a peek at the Temple game and, and catch uh, some of the Temple uh, Longview game before the scoreboard show. Yes, yeah, should be good there. And that's another interesting matchup that you mentioned Obviously, you know, Longview, Haynes King was an incredible quarterback, and, and they had that run with him. Uh, a very storied program. So great test for Temple tonight. And it's a Temple team, Tom, that's got a lot of new faces. 
Um, you know, Quentin Johnston's gone. He's going to be in Fort Worth, maybe playing for TCU tomorrow afternoon. Uh, Vance Willis is, is no longer their quarterback, so they're replacing a lot and a, a great measuring stick for, for the Wildcats tonight as they face off with Longview. Yeah, and you know what? I think it's I think it has a chance to be a good football team, and I, and, and that's what's going to be fun to watch. And you know, we talked about Midway and, and what's our expectations for the Panthers coming off another terrific year a year ago. Again, there's a lot of inexperience in certain positions, particularly the secondary this year for Midway. And, and, and Stephen, as you know, when you look at 11-6A, you're going, holy moly! There's not a week off in this district. You got to bring your you got to bring your A game. Uh, every week or, or you're going to get beat quite frankly and uh, so that'll be interesting to see plus you know as uh, with with COVID-19 they've divided they've, they've come up with a plan to make sure that they can qualify people for postseason play they've, they've divided the, the district into two zones and we're going to play zone competition with a zone playoff after zone competition and that's how we're going to determine who's going to the playoffs however However, if all of the teams in, in 11-6A can uh, work their way through league competition without having to close the school and, and we get all the games in, then we're going to just disregard the zone competition and we'll take the regular the, the, the records that they've accumulated through district play and we'll figure out the top four teams that way. So, yeah, so Tom. It, it's convoluted. I understand, <laughs> but it, and again, the last three weeks of the season, you don't know who you're playing or when you're playing them because you're going to play the you're going to play the teams from the opposite zone. However, you, you you're going to play the, the in that playoff. You're going to play a team from that opposite zone. So once you play that game, then you're going to play the other three teams. Yes, it is weird looking at that schedule and seeing you know games through like early November and then just. Uh, TBA. Yeah, TBA, <laughs> zone one, zone two. Uh, I'm glad you're, you'll have to keep tabs on that because I'm not sure I'm smart enough to follow it, but we'll figure it out. We have a good relationship, thankfully, with, with the folks at Midway, and they'll keep us uh, up to date on, on what that's going to look like. Uh, another game that actually took place last night that I wanted to ask you about, you guys had Toby Foreman on game time. You can hear game time. Tom Stretch and Garrett from 10 to noon, uh, Monday through Friday, right here on ESPN Central Texas. But Shoemaker, really impressive win. They, they beat uh, – San Angelo Central at Leo Buckley Stadium put 61 points on him, won that one 61-35. And, you know, Shoemaker, with Midway leaving that 12-6A district, it was almost like, okay, the boogeyman's gone, and <laughs> here's here it is, Temple Belton. But Shoemaker making a statement last night saying, hey, the Colleen schools are here too, and, and maybe the Gray Wolves are, are going to be in the mix here. And how about the progress that they've made under Coach Foreman? I mean, they just – every year they've gotten better and better. And he talked a lot about, you know, the difficulty of – a, a building a consistent program because that that is you know you're in, you're in that greater fort hood area and uh in kids parents uh fathers and mothers you know they're in the army they're in the military and you know you're counting on that kid to be your left guard next thing you know dad's getting transferred to germany or something and they're gone so there, there's some difficulty that they face that a lot of other schools and programs don't face but he's obviously figured out a way to overcome that they scored 61 last night uh, he did say that they were a little beat up. You know, they were supposed to play a team out of Mexico next Friday night, and that's not going to happen because they can't, for whatever reason, get across the border. So they're not going to be able to come to Colleen to play. So they're going to have an open date after scoring 61 last night. And I asked him, I said, I mean, are you disappointed that you're not going to get to play? Well, of course, they're disappointed. However, he said, we are very beat up, so this will give us a chance to kind of heal up and, and, and good for them as they get ready to play in, in week three. So. 
Yes, really impressive win, and you make a great point about Coach Foreman. I mean, that Shoemaker uh, program had been really struggling, uh, and, and he comes in there and just immediately puts life and energy back. So good to see them playing well, uh, even with all the challenges that come with uh, the clean schools and amazing people at Fort Hood. And, and they're just, you know, they're there. They're ready to take a call on a moment's notice. So a lot of changing and shuffling around. Moving to the small school ranks, um, a really interesting game tonight to me is Academy and Lorena. Academy mm-hmm. with Chris Lancaster. You know, I think coming into the season a little bit under the radar. That district, Tom, you think, man, Troy was fantastic last year. You got Yo, you got Rockdale. Um, Lorena, a great team as well. Great program under Ray Biles. And Academy just goes 4-0 in non-district. They haven't allowed a point in what seems like three weeks. And we're, we're going to get a, a great feel for, for kind of how that district's going to play out when these two teams meet tonight. Well, you know, I don't think Ray Biles would ever say it, uh, but <laughs> – you know, he probably wishes he was back in that 4A district when you start looking at the, the uh, caliber of competition week in and week out. And, and that's the point that you, you were making is every week in that league, you're going to play somebody really, really talented. There's going to be a couple of really quality football teams that are not going to be in the playoffs in that league. And, and, and you're right, uh, that that's going to be a doozy. And what a job that Chris has done at Academy making the turn, leaving Troy. He was the OC uh, at Troy for, for a long time. And and transitions down to academy and immediately immediately they they begin to play really quality high level football yes a great job by coach lancaster uh we've enjoyed talking in the last few weeks as, as he's taken over that program um just a couple more games we'll talk about this is espn central texas matt mosley show Stephen simcox and tom barfield is joining me he'll be on the call uh starting at seven o'clock of, of midway and round rock they're playing an exhibition game tonight you know, Franklin, they've had kind of a weird year. 0-2, missed one of those games against Hearn because of some COVID issues. And they take on uh, Lexington tonight. And Jared Kerr, a fantastic player. They had an impressive win Franklin did against Troy last week. Tom, can they continue that momentum against a really good Lexington team tonight? A, a top 10 Lexington team in the state of Texas. First of all, Coach Moe's got them rolling over there at uh, at Lexington. They're playing very, very good football. But in to answer your question, yes, people you know we can talk about it all all we want to but they really are a quality one and two football team and i know that's a strange thing to say they're one and two but they are a very good one and two football team and they're a football team that i i truly believe will will be in postseason play Stephen. i just think that they've got they're just that solid in all three phases and and i think franklin will be will be in the playoffs and i think that you know it would not surprise me one bit uh, if they win tonight over Lexington, and I'm telling you, Lexington is a legitimate top 10 football team. They are, and that would certainly be a statement win for the Lions tonight if they could go in there and to get it done. Again, Tom Barfield is going to be on the call tonight for Midway Round Rock. That's an exhibition game, but it's essentially you know a preseason game, a couple adjustments with the quarters and the halftime, but you're going to hear Midway football tonight on ESPN Central Texas. If you want to listen to the Temple Wildcats, Fox Sports Central Texas, 1330 AM, 100.9 FM. Ward Whites and Q will be at AT&T Stadium broadcasting that. And then Robinson, they take on Burnett. They're on uh, 1590 AM and 99.3 Kicker FM. Hey, Tom, good luck tonight. We appreciate you hopping on and uh, have a good call. All right, appreciate it, uh, Stephen. Thanks so much. That is Tom Barfield live at uh, Panther Stadium as Midway gets set to, to get the season underway. And, man, we're so excited here at ESPN Central Texas. We've had, you know, some some great high school football the past few weeks. We've 
Loved having Robinson on our airwaves as we will all season long. It's, it's been great seeing those 4A through 1A schools get in action and having some scores, having some coaches to talk to. But we get the full meal deal tonight, 5A and 6A. They're getting underway. And uh, three broadcasts tonight, and you can hear those three broadcasts, Temple, Midway, and Robinson all season long. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll close things out, close out the week with the dismount. This is the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for today's Baylor Sports Beat, your daily dose of green and gold. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody. It's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on the Friday Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor soccer and volleyball in action tonight on the road. Baylor football in action at home tomorrow. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. What season is it? It's truck season at Allen Samuels. Ram trucks are raring to go, ready to work and play, and all feature the best deals of the year during Ram Power Days. Come get your brand new Ram Lone Star at Allen Samuels with 0% for 72 and no payments for 90 days. Or choose up to $9,250 in bonus cash and incentives. Ram, the highest pickup owner loyalty in America. Shop, apply, buy online. We deliver Ram Power Days at Allen Samuels. Keep up with Baylor Volleyball all season long on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Baylor-V-Ball. To say my wife and I have a lot to clean is an understatement. So we go to TNG Chemical, where the pros know what cleaning solutions to use and give us detailed instructions on exactly how to use them. We never got that kind of advice from any other stores. And the prices at TNG are great, from general household cleaners to odor control solutions for our pets. We go to TNG Chemical and Supply. That's why. TNG Chemical and Supply. That's why. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat with the Texas Coast Sportscaster of the Year, John Morris. And back on today's Baylor Sports Beat, Baylor Volleyball opens the new season tonight on the road in Lawrence against the Kansas Jayhawks. They'll play this evening at 6.30 and tomorrow at 4 to open the new season. Both matches from Lawrence televised on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. Also, Baylor soccer in action tonight. On the road for the second week in a row, they'll play in Ames, Iowa against Iowa State. That match beginning at 6, also televised on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. Tomorrow evening on the banks of the Brazos, Coach Dave Aranda and the Baylor Bears finally get to open the new season. Baylor hosting Kansas in their season opener. A long-awaited season opener, says senior quarterback Charlie Brewer. Yeah, I think it's it's definitely been pretty different than what we're used to. Um, but I think, you know, this year being able to kind of block that out and just just keep going um, what's next, I think is extremely important. So it's definitely been disappointing at times, but, you know, here we are and um, we're excited to go. How about yourself going into your senior year, your first senior year? Uh, <laughs> how would you say you have changed, grown, improved? Uh, what are some things you've worked on going into this year? I've worked with Coach Fedora a lot. Well, first off, just understanding, you know, everything that has to do with this offense, the ins and outs of, you know, what I need to do to put our team in a good position to win. So first that, um, another thing that we've worked on is, with my feet and getting the ball out quicker. Um, I think in this new offense, you're going to see the ball out quick. 
something that I've worked on and let those let those fast guys go make a few plays. Charlie Brewer and the Bears set to open the season tomorrow against KU at McLean Stadium. We're on the air at 4.30 with the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. It's a 6.30 kickoff here on ESPN Central Texas. Television tomorrow on ESPNU. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. Talk to you tomorrow from the stadium and have more Monday. I'm John Morris. Do you wake up each morning with chronic joint pain or go to sleep at night with the aches and pains of a recent or old sports injury? Meet Dr. Lance Ellis, a board-certified orthopedic surgeon with Coriel Health that specializes in orthopedic spine surgery, minimally invasive treatments for bone and joint pain, hip replacement, and joint reconstruction. To learn more about Dr. Ellis's personalized treatment plans or to schedule an appointment, visit CorielHealth.org. Coriel Health, where you always feel at home. It's the High School Football Pick'em Contest on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Whataburger. Each week, go to CentexSportsFan.com to vote for 10 selected games throughout the Central Texas area, with the winner receiving a Whataburger gift certificate. Introducing the new limited-time spicy chicken sandwich at Whataburger. With the flair of spicy, crispy chicken topped with fresh, cool veggies and pickles, this flavor speaks for itself. So stop by your hometown Whataburger and try it today. It's the High School Football Pick'em Contest, brought to you by Whataburger on ESPN Central Texas. <laughs> ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Garrett Ross with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Experience the homemade food and unique atmosphere that everyone is talking about at Fox's Treats and Eats on Highway 84 near McGregor. 5A and 6A programs were finally able to start the season last night, and one local program who got a victory was Colleen Shoemaker. Gray Wolves head coach Toby Foreman joined Game Time to talk about their 61-35 win over San Angelo Central. It's crazy because we've had injuries on the offense side of the ball. We were actually met four starters going in that game, and so that's in three of them on the O-line. So it was I was really concerned because we had to start two sophomore O-linemen, and I thought they really, really did a great job. But overall, it was the first game of the year. We do have a lot of experience, but, you know, with, with everything that's happened, the time off was very, very restricted in the summer. And so for both teams, I thought overall the game was kind of sloppy. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. It's time for the dismount. For a final look at today's top stories, here's Matt Mosley and Stephen Simcox. All right, big news uh, today. Mac Rhodes uh, uh, jumping on with us this afternoon and letting us know, Baylor Director of Athletics, it is a, it is all clear uh, for, the, uh, for the Baylor game to commence with Kansas uh, Zero test coming back today. There was zero test, uh, zero positive test, I should say, both Wednesday and Friday. And uh, same case for Kansas. Been an all-clear week for uh, the Jayhawks as well. Bears and Jayhawks, 6.30 tomorrow night. It's looking like it's going to happen. And uh, we will be in position. It'll be uh, Tom Barfield, uh, Hugh, and myself. We will all be right out there at the, at the stadium. And uh, got a great perch there. And then, of course, the uh, John Morris and company will get that. Uh, I think there's going to be some TV components to it. It's going to be a nice pregame for all of us. And uh, thanks again uh, for all our sponsors. But uh, Central National Bank, we appreciate you so much. Coriel Health, our 5 p.m. sponsor. We had Dr. Lance Ellis on and uh, one of the top uh, orthopedic surgeons around. It does a great job, and he explains 
uh, some of these injuries to us, and then uh, he works on a lot of players and, and folks across the well that need all kinds of replacements. They need help. They need to get going again and get out there, and so we appreciate him. And then, of course, NeighborWorks Waco is uh, powering our uh, our uh, uh, show tomorrow, our pregame show. So, so exciting to have NeighborWorks Waco with us, and we could not be prouder of our relationship with NeighborWorks Waco. And, uh, of course, that is uh, Roy Nash and the whole gang over there, really cool folks who uh, do their best to get folks in uh, new homes and kind of show them the path. Uh, and uh, they do a they do an incredible job, and uh, it's just been a fun week. It's been a lot, and now we get to kind of move on. We got midway in action. What Tom Barfield is calling an exhibition matchup with Round Rock coming into town, and uh, then of course uh, Westlake. Man, it doesn't get any bigger than that. Westlake, uh, that game will be next week in a huge test right off the bat. Uh, but uh, Panther Stadium, it's going to be a fun place. I know as many people can get in there. Uh, last night, Stephen, I wanted to tell you, I did make my way out to a uh, high school football game, Class 6A game, and saw Lake Highlands defeat Mesquite Petite. And uh, I was really impressed. You know, I, everybody loves to, you know, try to catch people. Oh, you're not wearing your mask. And, you know, you and I have gotten tired of all that. But I took a picture of the crowd last night and tweeted something out because I thought, hey, why don't we show a crowd that's doing everything they're supposed to do? And I, I, I out of the, I don't know, uh, two or 300 people you could see in that photograph, there might be one person with their nose sticking out or something. Some people forget that their nose is supposed to be under there too. But uh, I thought all in all, more people are doing the right thing than the wrong thing, and too many times in this country we focus on, oh, you know, all the negative. Uh, let's let's report some positive news, Stephen. Are you okay with that? No. <laughs> Stephen wants no part of that. <laughs> Good oh, job, man. Lake Highlands. Great job out there wearing your mask, following social distancing. That's yes. how we do it. That's how we keep live sports. That's how we get to have fun is when we follow the rules. I sound like a high school principal. Not. You do, man. You could have been one. You're, you could have been a. You still. You're. You're really young. You could. Still, you could go be an educator. That's where the money is in education. <laughs> I. Um, I. I. I could not believe. I brought that up with uh, uh, Brad when he came on with us. The uh, AD Brad Shelton at uh, out there at uh, Midway, but I couldn't believe that Odessa. Odessa just decided to. You know, hey, we we got a COVID case. Sorry, I forget who they were playing. Sorry, we we're out. We can't play. We got one COVID. We got one positive test. I mean, can you believe? I mean, if you're gonna play football, I mean, if we're gonna have football season, I know there's a big debate on whether we should be be doing this or not. But if you're going to have all these kids practice and and try to do the right things, a social distance, and put everybody through the ringer. I mean, I don't think you need to, like, not play when you get one positive case. I mean, you got to quarantine, and you got to do contact tracing. you got to do all these things, but you got to – I mean, you can't be in high school, like, literally shelving games off of one player. It does not make sense, and I'm hoping uh, in Central Texas – uh, common sense will prevail. And when that happens, they'll find a way to quarantine the people that need to be quarantined and keep playing some football. Steven, I mean, am I making sense? 
Yes, you are making sense, Matt. Um, I mean, <laughs> is that all you needed me for? I'll just turn my mic off. What's that? Is that all no, you needed no, me I'm for? Glad. Just to say, I like, I like, uh, I like where you're, I like where you're headed on this busy Friday afternoon. Uh, Stephen, tell me what you have for the dismount, though. I've been uh, been kind of waiting all day to see what you had prepared today. Well, since we now have gotten confirmation from Mac Rhodes that Baylor, Kansas is ha- happening tomorrow night at 630, let's talk about what the spread is, Matt. Let's talk about, you know, getting some people some money. Baylor, 17 and a half point favorites on Saturday. Matt. What do you think? What do you think of that line? You know, that line scares me. I mean, I think my Baylor alma mater gut is is saying, or maybe it's my heart, is saying, yeah, if you're going to bet that game, and of course it's good, moderate Baptist, some of us aren't that moderate, um, as good Baptist, we want to stay away from all this gambling. But I just, you know, for some of these backslide Methodists, I want to give them some information here. And I would say, love the Methodists, by the way. Love. I like that they just drink right out in the open. 17 and a half. I would, I would say, I mean, conventional wisdom says go with Baylor. My gut is telling me in a first game, Aranda, the jitters, the anxiousness, the mistakes. I think less covers the 17 and a half. Right. So I would stay away from this game. But if you have to bet this game, I would I would I would maybe ride with the Jayhawks on the backdoor cover. Now what does a backdoor cover mean to the non-gambling uh folks? Well, that means that Bears may jump out there to about a three or four touchdown lead and then the Jayhawks they showed against Coastal Carolina. They're a second-half team. They'll rally a little bit at the end, and uh, they'll cover, and they'll maybe get within three or four scores. All right? There we are. There we are. 17-and-a-half. I'm taking the Jayhawks to cover the 17-and-a-half. And, of course, Dave Aranda's Baylor Bears to win. Okay, I'm just getting a text that says – your credential for tomorrow has been revoked, Matt. So just go ahead and <laughs> stay, stay where you're at. They're okay. <laughs> They'll They're be fine. Okay with me saying the Jayhawks will cover. You picked them to win. Uh, I think actually Baylor covers here, <laughs> and I understand like everybody this week has been like, listen, you got you can't overlook Kansas. You can't do it. Well, I, I get that, but this Baylor team has been preparing to play for like two months. They've had multiple games canceled. I feel like energy and effort is not going to be an issue tomorrow. Um, I think, if anything, we're probably a little too ramped up. And I also, Kansas might have made some big adjustments in two weeks, but, man, I just I watched Coastal Carolina run all over them, um, especially in the first half a couple weeks ago, and I think Baylor is going to have a lot of success tomorrow. I feel like they, they cover that 17-and-a-half. So Bears win, Bears cover uh, against KU tomorrow night. Did, Go ahead, did, Matt. Did, uh, did you hear, you know what I kind of like is that Rhodes, Mac Rhodes was like, you know, when I asked him that question about his expectations for Dave Aranda first game and this season, I mean, I thought he really got into it and talked about the whole team, and, and I, I really liked his answer. One of the great unknowns. Did you hear? Uh, did you hear Tom Barfield 
I mean, I thought I asked a similar question. Uh, you know, given the tough district, what his expectations were for Midway, and and uh, I was, I, you know, did you hear him? He said, "I go out and win every game. I mean, go out, go out, be, get in the playoffs." I mean, he. I thought that was. Uh, I mean, he, he was kind of like. I thought Barfield gave me the answer like Mosley. Why are you asking me that? The expectations are for Midway to be great again. And I kind of like that. I love the confidence. I like the confidence that he was projecting there. And um, as I was talking to Tom, I was getting calls from Glenn Stretch Smith. I feel like any time Tom's on air, Stephen, his partner – uh, in in, on the radio, uh, Glenn Stretch Smith gets, you know, he gets worked up. He wants on air, too. So I was getting calls from Stretch <laughs> while talking to Tom. So, you know, that that is uh, that is quite a pairing right there. And uh, that is why we have the best 9-6 to six lineup in all of Central Texas. Across all the, um, Stephen, all the different formats, uh, all the different genres, the music, Whatever the best format right now in all of Central Texas is nine to six, including you know the internet people. You know whatever the if you're trying to do things on the internet, nine to six, man, we're crushing it. All right, Stephen, what else do you have? All right, we'll close with this, Matt. Stars, I feel like this is a must-win tonight for uh, for the crew in Dallas. Cannot go down three-one to the Lightning. They're down two-one right now. Really tough game the other night. Lost that one five to two. Uh, head down to Shorty's. You know, I know a lot of you going to high school football games tonight, but if you want to watch the Stars play, head down and see our friends at Shorty's. Tell Chris Salazar you're a fan of the Mosley Show. He, he said he's got some sort of special for you. Also, if the Stars score a shorthanded goal, get a free slice of pizza. So take advantage of those specials they have down there at Shorty's Pizza Shack off Bagby near uh, the campus of Baylor. 12th Matt, Street. 12th Street near the campus yeah. of Baylor. Matt, what are your uh, what are your expectations for tonight for the Stars? Do do you feel like this team has has an answer for the Tampa Bay Lightning, which have, have really outplayed them the last couple games? Well, let me put my hockey hat on here. Um, I've been reading a lot about this and been thinking about this. There there seems to be kind of a I don't I don't like I don't like at all what I'm seeing and and what's happened here is. They, they want to play physical, and some of that has worked early in this series and in other series, but they want to play on the edge and, and really kind of muck this thing up a little bit. And, and, and But when you play with that kind of brutality and when you play with that physical style, it's hard to find that, that, that fine line. And they're not threading the needle right now. And they're taking senseless um, penalties. And they're ending up with too much penalty time. And you don't want to give a highly skilled special teams and a highly skilled uh, offensive team. And even even some of their defensemen are just so highly skilled. The Lightning. Stars need to worry about getting that top line. I mean, the biggest thing that bothers me is – you have a high-scoring type player in, in uh, Tyler uh, Sagan, and he's just not getting it done. And it, it, it's it's very very frustrating when you have one of the great scorers out there and he's not scoring. In fact, he's had one point in the last 12 games.
done some good things. I'm not saying he's not showing energy, and I think he's playing physical, but he's just not getting the job done. So let's keep an eye on it. They need their best players, Jamie Benn, Sagan, all of those guys, Pavelski. Those guys need to be great. And uh, and then, you know, what's our guy's name, Steven? Kerry, uh, Kerry Vanna, or how do you say his name? Kerry Vanta. How do you say his name? Yeah. Kerry Vanta. Kerry Vanta, yeah. Need that guy to show up. Okay, he's been great at times. Kerry Vanta, love that guy. It's time for him to have one of those big games. He's, it's in him. You know it's in him. And you need Corey to play well. But uh, get over to Shorty's Pizza Shack. Have a great time. Steven, can't wait. You put a great uh, pregame show together for tomorrow. You've done excellent work. And um, and I just appreciate you, uh, everything about you. And uh, have a great weekend. And then uh, everybody listen tonight. Uh, Midway football coming up uh, tonight. Pregame show starts at 7. Game starts at 7.30. That's Tom Barfield, Coach Weethorn as well. Uh, Burroughs out there doing some great work uh, on the sideline. And then Terry Tacker, one of the great statisticians in the business. A man who uh, he just knows how to carry numbers. And he knows where the variables are. One of the great mathematicians of our time, it is Terry Tacker. Everybody have a great weekend. Stephen, say goodnight to everybody.